You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Simon Kamar and your host, Matt Floyd. Oh man, when you're sick, it's very NPR. I had to tone down a bit. That was was great. That might have been the best one ever. Yeah. It's going to be like a fight today. Very sensual. Very sensual. Got to conserve my energy. Gentlemen, happy holidays. Happy Happy holidays, everybody. All the listeners, happy holidays. Kamar, you sound a bit under the weather. How are you? Uh, You know, I'm happy to be here, but yeah, I I don't know. Something. I caught something. Simon, how are you? I'm doing very well. Excellent. Thank you very much. Excellent. Uh, Hoping to not catch Kamar's sickness. Yeah, well, you're nice and far away. away. Look at the distance. It looks like you're not trying to get sick. Uh, Welcome to the JREE. I am your host, Matt Floyd. I am joined, as always, by Kamar. Hey, guys. Back again. And Simon. Hello. Happy holidays. You like that, Simon? I went back to the old way. I like that throwing you curveballs, buddy. I think that's how we should do it. Throwing you curveballs. Everyone's week was all right? Busy, busy. Oh, yeah. It's just just super busy. It's crazy. I mean, we were talking about it a bit yesterday, just the... The hustle and bustle for the disappointment Christmas of Christmas, season. yeah. yeah. If, especially if you're, if you're in retail. We know out there it sucks. Or the service industry. It's a tough so, time yeah. of the year for service industry, both, too, man. Both. They fuck every drunk asshole in the world is out. Just to be a shopper is tough right now, man. It's busy yeah. out there. But if you have a week off or something, you're in a small Pretty much percentage. unless you're like a, a rich, retired person, it's a tough time of the year. Especially when the debit machines go down. Did that happen? That happened to me at Shoppers the other day. Jeez. Yeah. Lineups were insane. Everywhere. I, oh, Rito Center was disgusting. Bayshore was nuts. Everywhere was crazy. Everywhere is crazy. Uh, but we should get into it because we do have uh, a bunch of stuff to cover. Um, so we should start with the whiteboard, which has one single thing written on it. Good work, Matthew. Way to do that. Yeah, you like that? Good yep. segue. Uh, the only thing written on the whiteboard, not a single name, not a single number of a podcast, not a note. It just says Kanye. So let's take two seconds out to uh, touch on the fact that obviously Joe and Kanye had a little back and forth where they discussed uh, the potentially Kanye coming on the podcast. I think that would break the internet. Kamar, I think that was, would, this would break the internet. That would be Simon? bigger than uh, Elon Musk. Oh, it'd be, I think it would be way bigger than Elon Musk. It Really? You think that? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's just a much bigger crossover. Like, think about how many people just want to hear that asshole talk for three hours. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I just imagine a lot of people would also tune out because, you know, it's Kanye. I think there's just the best chance of having an honest conversation about whatever the fuck's going on with Joe Rogan, though. He's got the skills, even though... You mean with Kanye? Yeah, exactly. I think, um, in respect, I was wondering if Joe seemed a little thirsty. My question is like, do you do you really want to hear that podcast? I don't. I do. I, I mean, I love Kanye. I don't particularly like Kanye, but I think it would be interesting to hear. I don't know. Maybe to hear what Joe he what pry and try to get an answer. Like the guy doesn't answer questions. Yeah, no, he's a. I, I he's imagine a psychotic. It's gonna you got be... excited when you saw it, though. Not really, no. Okay. Fine. I mean, I get excited because we're in a three-way text, and I'm almost forty, and people still text me. So there's always a little bit of excitement <laughs> when the phone goes off. But it's contrived. Yeah, it uh, it had nothing to do with Mr. West. If nothing else, it'll be interesting to see 
the dynamic between the two of them. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. So if it's just a social experiment, then I'm okay with that too. So good segue too. although we will give it our, we will give the week, <laughs> uh, the weeks worth of Jamie's right after this, but I don't know if you guys noticed it. Ben O'Brien was like an inch away from getting Joe to talk about it. He said, can we talk about Kanye? And Joe goes, yep, yeah, we can talk about Kanye. And then he immediately changes the subject, and they never touch on it again. I wish I had noticed that. I noticed that. Yeah, I noticed that. Did you probably. notice that, Simon? I, I, well, I, maybe I did. It didn't, it didn't make my book. Well, my only single note for the week, so there you go. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, awesome. Um, let's start with Kamar. How many uh, Jamies do you give this week? I give this Jamie's all four Jamies. You give this week four Jamies? Oh, yeah. It was all over the place. Four to five Jamies, okay. I'm going to agree with the four Jamies. I think it was an interesting balance week. Um, yeah, I'm going to... You know what? I'll give it four and a half. I'm going to... It was a really strong week. Ending with... I mean, it ended with Bill Burr, who I love, so maybe it's biased. Actually, four and a half. Fuck, that's like an almost perfect week. It is an almost perfect... I mean, I don't know what what, what can make it better. Just just the, the, the uh, variation between the guests and... Well, that's where I'm going. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, to be honest, I didn't love... Ben O'Brien or the mathematician. No, the mathematician was a throwaway. I wouldn't call it a throwaway. There's some good stuff in there. I, I just I get why some people would. I really can't move. I'm terrible. We need a big. We need a joint spoon, a four foot wooden joint spoon. I have one of those freeloader forks. You know those forks that extend so you can steal food off other people's plates. Oh wow. We could just use that. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I'll bring it next week. We should engineer it like a roach clip. There you go. Yeah. Just get Chico to learn how to pass them. That would be perfect. I keep, every time I leave the house, I ask him to do the dishes. <laughs> and uh, he has yet to do the dishes. A, a little collar roach clip. Oh, there you go. just run it back and, and forth between the two of us. Yeah. Give, him, give him some reason to live. A working dog. Yeah. All right. So let's start. Uh, ben O'Brien. You want to take a guess at the number, Matt? At the bump? No, no. At the number of the podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go 12, 17. 12, 15. But good. I mean, you're, you're in the you're future. Close. You're within, <laughs> Listen, you're within know what? two. Listen, man, if I'm, cl- if I'm not close, that's pretty much nail <laughs> hit on the head. All right. Ben O'Brien, 12, 15. All right. Not much to talk about here. Hunter, Raider. I got confused because for some reason I thought Ben O'Brien was some political pundit. So I was looking forward to this, you know. Oh, that was the opposite charge of this podcast. Joe Rogan, and then it ended up being the Hunter. And I was like, well, a little bit disappointed. They pretty much spoke about conservation for three hours. Well, no, they had nothing to talk about because, you know, when they have nothing to talk about, they're talking about television shows and musicals and yeah. all this. Just well, they got to 33-33, minute 33-33 seconds without talking about any hunting. So I thought that was terrific. But they were talking about TV shows. Yeah, yeah, sort of. yeah but then they spent the rest of the time talking about hunting. So Well, Ben O'Brien's a conflicted man because he wants guns, but he wants the environment. So if you pass me one of those trays there, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I you know, like I can, I guess uh, it was a decent one hunting-wise because there was a lot of that conservation stuff that I guess maybe I didn't know about. Actually, I did because I listened to the... Because you had just listened to Ranella and to... Um, Whoever the hunter on before was. No, yeah. well, it was more like, uh, what's his name? Fucking, who's the batshit crazy asshole that hates pot? Ted Nugent. Ted like, that was four hours of conservation talk, pretty much. So. They are all consistent with their points, but it's, they're all the same. Oh, listening to Joe play the devil's advocate for the vegans, though, I was like, why is this happening right now? Like, what? They had nothing what? to talk about. Yeah, that, I guess that's that what's happening. Yeah, that might have been it. A storage lock. They they talked about a storage locker that sold for seven point nine million dollars. That's interesting. That is, but yeah, but didn't it have a safe in it worth? 
And it ended with them not knowing what happened because they're like, uh, and he returned the money. Their lawyers got in touch with the well, How much you get? So. so then this is going to be really uninteresting because I don't know how it turned out either. So. Exactly. <laughs> We're like four stories removed. They had there. Jamie look it's up an a inception. fucking ton of shit. He had Jamie look up tons of I stuff. Think, I think Ben O'Brien thinks he's better friends with uh, Joe Rogan than uh, Brendan Schaub. Um, you think that he, oh, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, they talked about TV forever, right? Eh? Forever, because they had nothing to talk about, and they knew we we're going to talk about guns and conservation. <laughs> Which is fine, because I like TV. But yeah, it just seemed like a weird uh, combo for that conversation. Because they're best friends. So I guess that's the question, though. Do you think they? <laughs> do you think before he sits down, they have like a set? Like they're like, we're going to do three hours. No. no, no, I don't think that at all. Because it ended almost promptly at three hours, and then even then, hold on, they could have like we're talking about how they talked about TV. They then hung out after because he was like, let's go play more of the. The bow hunter game, so it's I, not like I think it depends on a if they you know if they're gonna take a sauna after then maybe they'll cut it a little short. Nice, nice schwitz for the boys. I don't know. Okay, come on, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're, we're not we're not sharing anything with sicky. Yeah, I'm quarantined over here. Sicky Hargadon. Boy, I don't know bubble. what we're gonna do here, Simon. I can't really move. This guy's asleep. All on right, me. All right. Did you guys notice? Bad, when, we have um, a bad bad scenario here. Uh, Joe Rogan was trying to make fun of Moby, and he got owned by the statistic. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, because I would have forgotten. I laughed so fucking hard at <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that didn't work out well for That me. was that so was funny. Best. That was a highlight of the podcast for me. Chico! <laughs> Type step that. My, uh, I just love how he's like, 100,000 people get Salmonelli. Bullshit, Jamie, pull that up. Pull that up. And then he pulls it up, and he's like, a hundred and four. No, the best is the first, the eggs. He's like, it says here one in 20 eggs may contain, or one in 20,000 eggs may contain salmonella. And then there's a long pause and he goes, wait a minute, that's a fucking lot. Yeah, he did the math in his head and realized yeah. Moby was right. No, I love it still that he he doubled down. He was like, no, Moby was actually wrong. He was 40,000 short. Like, okay, Joe, listen. Or 40,000 over what he said. Like he said this. No, he said it was a hundred thousand. It was one hundred and forty thousand yeah, a year. Exactly. Yeah. So he's wrong. He was. Yeah, spot yeah. That, on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you can get, get. Your facts right, Moby. That was a low point for uh, me. And, I mean, I love Joe no matter what, but watching him get owned by Moby like that. <laughs> watching him get owned by Moby. <laughs> Imagine this became a meme. <laughs> Joe Rogan gets owned by Moby, who wasn't even present. He gets Moby. He o- he owns himself with Moby. Yeah. Sorry, he gets Mobied. Yeah. Yeah. That becomes a new verb. Yeah, he I mean, totally got mobied. For this podcast, if you want to hear on and on about, and you know, I, I don't care if people kill animals. That's what I decided. I don't want to kill animals. I don't like killing animals, but I don't I don't need you to justify the um, <laughs> dominant species. No predators just going to eat everything. Like, <laughs> even if that wasn't the case, I'd let people hunt. I don't care. So here's the thing that I thought of that I found odd. Um, <coughs> like Joe talks about how, like it's from a conservation aspect, I get it. It's fine whatever um but just like talking about when when i hear joe talk about hunting and how like one of the big arguments is like it's not really fair like you're hunting an animal from a distance i don't care if you have a bow or a gun it doesn't have a fucking chance you know what i mean like whether you're sitting in like a tree stand or you're a good distance or you're a good distance away it doesn't seem to matter i just find it funny because if joe watched a fight between two humans in the UFC and one of them outweighed the other by like 150 pounds and like had a broken arm, Joe would just be like, this is gross. This is terrible. He can't do this. You can't have, this is crazy, but he has no problem shooting a deer 
or an elk or whatever the fuck. I, I guess, though, if one of those fighters was going to eat the other at the end of the contest, maybe he'd be okay with it. Have a little more leniency, but do you think that would make the, the UFC so much better? Well, th- that's some stakes. Those are high, literally. Darren Brown should take a, take a look at this TV idea before he makes his next special. Yeah, it's true. Do you think he has to kill the animal with his bare hands for it to be justified? So this is or definitely fair. a <laughs> this is definitely another JREE television idea, though, because that's not bad. Fighting to the death, and the winner has to eat the loser. I think some sponsors might have some issues with that. It's actually really good, though, because no one wants to eat a human. So even the winner, it's almost like that scene in Django where, like, the two Mandingos are fighting, and he's like, finish him, boy! You know, and he's just so bummed that he has to kill the other guy. It's it's kind of like that scenario where you've won the fight and you're victorious, but you're eating the anus of your fellow fighter. You're fucked if you do, you're fucked if you don't. Yeah. I I had this idea when, you know, they were going off on the rock for a little while. I had this idea in my head that, Imagine if The Rock became president and then he decided he was going to remake all old movies but using himself as the main character. That's like a presidential decree? Yeah. You wish for this? Well, no, I just... <laughs> I mean, you know, we have Donald Trump in there. He's doing some weird shit. You never know what the next guy is going to decide, you know? The real question is, does The Rock let Stephen Avery out? And Brendan Dassey? <laughs> He lets out Avery, not Dassey. Oh, wow. I Bold. Know. I don't know why. Bold. Well, because of the confession. It's too strong. <laughs> they need a presidential party. It's too strong. If anyone's going Listen, to do don't it. don't you start with that mic now. Well, I don't know what's going on. That must this be Kamar's mic stand from last week. It must be. I need a screwdriver. Like, Am I going to get up and get a screwdriver? I sabotage no you. You're going to just hold it freestyle. like. If there's ever a president who's going to free Avery, it would be Trump. It would be The Rock. Yeah, it would definitely be Dwayne Johnson. You think he's compelled by The that? Rock's going to free everyone. Yeah. Avery's Trump's base. That's all I'm thinking. But I'm sure Avery would <laughs> Avery's, <laughs> Avery's Trump's base. He's got a strong point even there. Even sick, this guy, I think, man. I think he would have voted for uh, The Rock, though, too, Avery. I don't think he can vote ever again now that he's been convicted. No, he can't. That's a good... I def, He's guaranteed votes for The Rock. That's not even a question. Wrestling fan. Yeah. For sure. He seems like more of a mankind guy than The Rock, but maybe I'm just... Maybe yeah, but I was thinking that Ben O'Brien has a really nice, soft-spoken tone to him, so if you're just driving some places, you could listen to this, and he's got a little twang. Where is he from, Virginia or something? So to actually listen to him, it's all right, but they don't talk about shit as far as I'm concerned. Who, yeah, it wasn't... Who are uh, we talking about here, Ben O'Brien? Ben O'Brien, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I didn't love the episode. I mean, again, it's a hunting episode, so it's you know. They, they, yeah, I mean, there was some baboon talk, some monkey talk. That always, you know. Simon likes that baboon interest. talk. Yeah, they will snatch a baby off your fucking lawn and well, tear it baboons, to pieces. They made. They said um, baboons are nature's werewolves, and that's kind of true, man. They're because they were comparing. Uh, how dog-like baboons are. Their faces, yeah. Yeah, the and mouth. just the mouth and the fangs and everything. Like, that is probably the closest representation of a werewolf we're going to get in real life. Wow, that is just hilarious. Did, did, did they say they were against hunting baboons? Sorry, I'm just watching Matt's mic stand. Oh, no, no, I know we're struggling right now. <laughs> this is, We've this never is had as more amateur technical as it could, as it could be. Like, what is going on here? Here, it's fine. Uh, happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. Have a drink. Did they say they hunt baboons? 
who they hunt baboons where they have to yeah i mean they mentioned that they have that they hunt things well the natives hunted baboons for sure i actually tried to use it last night at a christmas party to argue why it's okay to kill cecil because that dentist paid whatever amount of money to the sanctuary you tried to argue the conservation uh side yeah was this at another work function i'm no, just no. not <laughs> sure you have the uh the stats to back it's up. It's funny you say that because I'm positive I don't have the stats, <laughs> but I just said I tried to How use How did it. that go for you? They they still don't think it's all right to kill any animals. Mm. Yeah, I think some people you're just not going to change. I don't think anyone life. you're going to really change. like or And, and to what, what you win if you change them. Yeah, but Ben O'Brien brought it up. It's more the, uh, what did he call it? He had some stupid little name for it where you're like, where you hold the antlers and smile. It wasn't bag and tag. I, I remember what you're talking but about. But that was a crassest form of hunting. Well, no, but to me, like, that's grip the whole... Grip and grin. Grip, grip and grin. grin. That was a thank you. Nice. Kamar. Good work, Kamar. You're not sick. You're, you're on fucking on fire. fire. Cracking jokes, pulling um, out information. Yeah. So the grip and grin to me is like, because, you know, if you just quietly kill a lion for conservation, I I don't think anyone ever knows. No one cares. It's when you take a, a smiling Instagram photo of it, you know, that people are like, hey. In your, in your bikini with a bloody dildo. Oh, that was, yeah. Yeah, I guess if you don't kill an animal and take a picture, no one knows it happens. Wait, can we talk about that for a second? Because I still don't understand why the dildo was bloody. Was she fucking the animal with the dildo? I like how they called it a marital aid. So just to reference back into this episode, they spoke about a young lady who took a picture of herself on a hunting trip with a bloody dildo. Kamar, you remember that? Yeah, I never saw hold I never, on, Hold I, on, hold I, on. I remember first, them telling that story. The, the, the first controversy, that's not the controversy. She took a photo of herself with a giraffe. Wasn't that a it? A black or? giraffe, I think it was. Wasn't she the woman that killed the giraffe? She killed something first. Right, yes. that's correct. And then after the fact, it... There it, was another picture of her at some bachelorette yes. party. Not with a dildo, with a plastic fist. Okay, that is a dildo. No. I wish you're, we're you're bringing on a it, In the new year, we're bringing on... The lady will use it to fuck herself. I understand, but I think... So Kamar, whether it's a jump fist in here. or a I, I didn't. I, I know what you're saying. Penis, I, don't, I don't know what it was, though. It was well, no, a, Kamar, it, it was, was a plastic, a plastic fist. fist. Do you consider that fist? a dildo? Some sort of sexual toy, yeah. But you wouldn't classify it as a dildo, would you? Yeah, Being that it's a fist. But if, I, if a dude owned it, would you call is, it a dildo? This is dildo the craziest like semantic thing. argument ever. This come is on. This a great argument. It is absolutely This is a come a dump, come dumpster it argument. It is absolutely a dildo. Well, we're going to pull. I'm going to start an Instagram tonight. We're going to pull the listeners. Could you, Jamie, for me and pull up dildo? Let's find out the definition. You're not really going to fucking Google the word dildo right now, are you? I'm sorry. I have to do this, people. No, no, we'll we'll keep talking. Yeah, yeah, we'll just no, come back sure. to that. Yeah, dildo, great. That's Anyways, a good thing to come back to. My point was, why did it have to be bloody? What had she done with that dildo? No, it had like goat's animal. blood on it. Oh, but again, like I don't, I don't. Were they using it in some ritual ceremony? Listen, man, it was like a bachelorette party or something. Who knows? They were sacrificing virgins out there. Do you want to know what a dildo is? Thank you, Kumar. Please. A dildo is a sex toy, often explicitly phallic in appearance, intended for sexual. Penetration or other sexual activity during masturbation or with sex partners. So yeah, dildos like a dick. The key word though is often. So there are. Also, I thought the key word was phallic. Yeah, there, I, think, I think that's where there I, are lost also me. dildos that are obviously not phallic in shape. All right. So later on, 
not today because it's close, so close to Christmas. This would be an absurd Merry thing to Christmas. do. Merry Christmas. But I think the 27th, you and I are going to go to a sex shop. We're going to walk in and go, show us the dildos. And then when we get there and there's no big rubber fist, I'm going to look at the person and go, no, no, we want the big rubber fist. And they're going to go, oh, why didn't you fucking say that? It's a wait, different section. But wait a second. But wait a second. <laughs> yeah. if that, That's aisle four. If that fist is adjacent in proximity to the dildos, Hold will on. you consider it a dildo? What are we going to the yes. price club of dildos? Yes. No, I won't. Hold on. No, we're going to that little tiny place where you buy your rollies so that has everything, the XX everything's beside on each other. So everything is adjacent. There's no more sex toys. <laughs> I told you that. You got to go to the Sex Expo Super Warehouse. Yeah, thank you. Listen, Kamar. there's a place in the Glebe, which I can't believe. I'm not going to say the name because we're not getting any press, but we'll go in there. It's, it's a decent size. You can't go in there. Those fists are going to be. Right with the dildos. Yeah, there's going to be a great article about local. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, was this episode better than Shane Dorian? No, actually. This was not better than it Shane definitely Dorian. definitely was not no, better than No, this guy Shane did Dorian. not grow up in Hawaii. But because, which is always a detriment to an episode, is if someone has already been on Joe Rogan, which Ben O'Brien has. So oh, I didn't hear that one, so. Well, no, I'm just saying... The sort of stuff they talked about, origin stuff, like where you, you about you that they don't cover. Yeah, yeah. Shane Dorian was a total origins one. Which did you guys want to be done with this? If you'd struggle, no, no. If you had other points, I just no. Was, I, I, the I, only other thing I found interesting was the question about the sick antelope. So you're out on. Let's just you're a hunter for. Yeah, a second. I remember. Remember, we're going on the guys that everyone's listened. Is that not? Or you want to run through it? And go ahead. I think you're in the right side. I think you're in the right side. Yeah, go ahead, Simon. You're a hunter. Yeah. Um, you're out on your hunt, and on the very first day, you run across a sick antelope. You're forgetting about the legendary. Or, or sorry, you're forgetting uh, about the legendary tag, though. That's a very important thing. An injured antelope. Sorry, what's the legendary tag? He was saying that he had a legendary tag, so it's like I, I think I'm butchering it because I'm not a fucking. You're only allowed to shoot one animal. No, it's that like on that specific plot of land, they give out very few tags, so you get one once in a lifetime, is what he was saying. Okay, but but in in this example, no, but that was the example. No, just hear me out though. That's why the example was extra, because he was saying in a normal scenario you would just shoot the antelope anyway. Well, because you will only ever get to hunt there one time and kill one animal. That's okay. why the choice was extra. Okay. Well, let's just though pretend that you only have one tag. It's not a legendary tag. You just have one tag for that hunt. You may only be allowed to shoot one animal on your hunt. Still, I was trying to up the stakes for you, but if you would like to lower them, that's fine. Good call. Well, no, just because I don't think it matters how high the stakes are. It's about you know you only have that one tag. Are you gonna shoot that um, that lame animal? knowing that the rest of your trip is going to be bunk and it's an easy kill. I don't know. That That's all I was thinking was the important part. But uh, I get it. If the stakes are higher, it's even more important. Well, so. I mean, if you saw me at a bar in my 20s, I was going for the easy kill for oh, sure. Okay. But that argument is that the uh, it's showing mercy. So what is... Well, hold on. Before we Sacrificing even, before mercy. Before we even get to that part of it, what's the important part of the hunt for you? Is it the getting of the meat... So you can feed yourself or your family, or is it the actual thrill of the hunt? Is it a combination of both? Combination I mean, of both, I'd say. I don't want to do it, but. And then all that stuff comes into play, Kamar. It's an injured animal. Is it your responsibility to take that animal out, or is it totally your responsibility not to touch that animal so that nature plays out and some other predator gets to get that weak animal? Nature plays out. 
I do the smart thing. I wrestle that fucking injured animal to the ground, therefore not using my tag and getting double the meat. Yeah, and I, I get back in the fucking stand, and whenever animal comes to eat that animal, boom. You're getting a bear. See um, how good I am at this? And I'm not even a hunter. This was like a easy hunt, question. Though? Do you want to hunt? No. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I seem like a sound mm-hmm. hunter that, just on this alone. That's really good. Matt's going to get two animals off of that one tag. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's very smart, Matt. And it's think about it. Smart. Two hunters sitting there didn't think of this. And not only that, tisk, you're tisk. going to get to wrestle an animal, which you would never normally get to do. You so could actually, well, I could Instagram that photo too with a smile holding it up. A, I would go, I killed this thing and barehanded. A, and a dildo. Oh, that's a three fur. Yeah. That's well. First of all, if you're a hunter, you should always have a giant plastic fist dildo in your bag, so that on the off chance an injured antelope is there, you can beat it to death with well, said fist. And I think you have it anyways for some of those long nights. <laughs> it's like a body pillow. <laughs> well, yeah. Solidarity for all, all hunters. It's so yeah. you don't have to put your arm underneath your head while you're sleeping. <laughs> you makes so much. It makes the so giant much sense. Fist dildo. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> then you have your other arms to you know hold your body for warmth. Yeah. And you could beat a bear off with it if need be, I guess. You could fist the bear's anus <laughs> rigorously. That's gone too far. Okay. So, sorry. So, Matt, just you are going to, well, I guess in some way, kill that animal. Kamar, you are going to... Get out of it. What do you mean some way? I, I said I would wrestle the injured animal to death. Gotcha. Therefore, putting it out of its misery and creating bait for a much larger apex predator to come along. Boom, I kill that thing. Not because I want to, because I need the meat. There you go, buddy. But you didn't believe we could wrestle a lion and declaw it and poke its eyes out? I believe that I alone could potentially wrestle an injured antelope to death. I disagree. But that that's neither here nor there. Kamara, what would you do? I'd get out of it. So you'd save your tag and let it happen, some... yeah. Okay. Nature's course. And I think that's what I would do too. And I would take the chance and if I ran across another animal, great. And if I didn't, then you know, something else is gonna take that elk out. The real question too is how do you know the elk isn't pump faking you? Oh my leg, my leg. You go down to put him in a headlock, boom, he fucks you right up. I mean Nature that... fighting back, man. I feel like that's what would happen. <laughs> that's well listen, now I'm worried actually. Now I want to rethink my answer. Well, I want to record all of this for posterity. It's being recorded, actually. (laughs) Well, aren't you in luck? Simon has no idea what we're doing here. So do you have any more Ben O'Brien? Because we got to move on. we got a lot of stuff to cover today. That was my last Ben O'Brien point. Kamar, did you have any more Ben O'Brien takeaways? He's got a soft, supple voice. They talked about... um, No, we're not going to talk about... They talked about divorce again. Yeah, Joe, man, that's real hard in his life. That got a little uncomfortable. Yeah. You well, gotta just imagine though that gets, after all this talk, if Joe and his wife do get divorced, I can't believe she, never, I can't believe you said never. it. Well, okay, sorry, I'll knock on wood, but she is gonna take him to the fucking cleaners. She knows his fucking Achilles heel. Am I wrong? Uh, listen, I feel really uncomfortable you with think, this conversation. You think she's gonna shack up with another dude? I love that both of you still <laughs> live under the guise that Joe may one day listen to this podcast. It's if one day he does, and that's the part he listens to you, is you bad-mouthing him about my his favorite, wife leaving my him? favorite I'm not though, into it, My man. favorite is that you think he'll go so far back in the annals. Like, you think you think that somehow Joe's going to listen to episode eight, and he's going to go to this point and be like, what the fuck, me and my wife divorcing? It's a great joke anyway. He's a comedian. I think I can speak on behalf of Simon here that we... Uh, yeah, just... you guys feel uncomfortable. I get it. No, it's more like... Um, we fully support the success of Joe Rogan's marriage. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And not that he'd ever listen to it, but we'd never like to say something if he were to listen That's to it. That's right. Thank you, Kamar. <laughs> Wonderful. Kamar, I couldn't have said it better myself. There he is. So- let's, solidarity. Let's move on. Wow. Yes? These guys These guys both. I, I, you can't see this because it's a very audio medium, but they both have giant plastic fucking fists right now, and they're waving them at each other. And they feel good at the after the show. Extend the fists. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. So number... Uh, 12, 16. Very good, Matthew. Some fucking English. Sir Roger Pendleton. Penrose. Whatever. Oh, this whole time I thought his name was Person. <laughs> uh, I've been quoting this guy named Person, but it's Penrose. Well, that means he's a knight. I don't even, Joe, put that together. No, he got knighted, yeah. Um, I, You know it's going to be a terrible podcast when Joe... Like right off the bat, is like who conned you into being here? And the guy's like, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the one thing you can say about um, Neil deGrasse is that he makes really complex things digestible he tries for to, us. He tries to break it down. Mortal men, palatable. This guy was like, I don't think he understood how to talk to anybody who is not as smart as he was. He was very low energy. No, but again, I think it's because he's an old Englishman. Agreed. And he's just like, sir, he's a knight. Yeah. And I also think, for, I, I, hold on, I also think those guys, you have to get sick of dumbing down your life's work. Let, uh, agreed. You know what I mean? Like, you do you do art in your spare time. Imagine if you brought me, like, your best piece, and I was like, yeah, but could you just draw me some stickmen so I really understand what's going on? Like, you'd be like, wow, this is just absurd. I think it can't be dumbed down. It's that smart. That's what, what I'm saying. Like, can't, it can't be dumbed listen, down. Listen, how do you dumb down the universe or consciousness or, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I we're talking about yeah, the most complex I wasn't saying ever. he was an asshole. I was just, I thought his delivery He's was not entertaining. too dry to absorb anything. Yeah. He's uh, for sure uh, uh, intellectual who doesn't talk a lot. Unless he's talking to other scientists or, and whatnot. Or talks in to, to other scholars. Yes, yes, I precisely. think that was... You know, and we're not scholars, and I mean, Joe did a good job of trying to keep up, but I certainly couldn't. Joe, we just just argued whether a giant fist was a dildo or not. So yeah, we're we are not scientists. (laughs) It's it's safe to say we're not scholars. Joe, Joe fished for stuff with him, though. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like he was like that's nonsense. He sort of explained why. He was looking for aliens. Joe was looking for aliens and stuff like that. Yeah, you just couldn't let your mind wander for a second. You know what I mean? You had to actually. Focus. He'd entertain all questions, but he was pretty uh, practical about how he answered them. I mean, I don't know. I always like the consciousness talks because I just, I don't know. Something we'll probably never figure out. It feels like it's leading always into AI at the end of the day. Okay, so I want to say this. We'll do some quick housekeeping, or I'd like to do some quick housekeeping. I've been thinking deeply about your AI argument, Kamar. Um, that it'll solve everything? I've well, no, just like in general. It. Sure, okay, sure, that it'll solve everything. Well, no, specifically you said that it'll be able to predict the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't believe that. I will say this, though. Given given how smart um, we could make a computer and how much it will know about us with its collective um, information gathering just based on social media, it, you know... There's a, I'd have to believe that there's a strong chance it would um, be able to predict things very closely. But I don't know about like predict the future exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like that seems. Well, of course that's impossible to know. But I'm just. I, I just think you're saying the smartest computer we can build 
is still not as smart as the smartest computer a, a smart computer could build. So well, it's just like uh, apples and oranges with uh, ability to calculate and pontificate what's going to happen. I, I, but, you know, I, I don't know if uh, AI could predict every sports team win, but I think it'd be pretty damn close. Just putting, like, taking all the factors of weather and injuries and this guy's wife is uh, not talking to him right now. You know what I mean? They know so much. But, yeah, I get it, but my problem is more like, the like sport itself is just so random that like for I just couldn't figure a computer could could predict that kind of randomness. Does that make sense? Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it's cleaning up the house at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's continuing a discussion of, because of course we don't know what a computer can do or yet. Either way, I went off topic there. I was just thinking about your AI. A well, lot. no, I mean it kind of does make sense, Matt, because I mean really we can't even understand our consciousness, right? Like, obviously. That's what I'm saying, though. How so could what, we possibly could, transfer that to a computer? That's my point. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there. But once they do figure out how to do that, and I think that's Kamara's point, is once that hurdle is accomplished, then everything else is All butter. bets are off. Yeah. That's what I'd say more. And I, and I agree with both of those points, fellas. Happy holidays. Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> to I the future. <laughs> no, but so, like, the... Con- like. Like consciousness, I just don't, I don't think we'll ever figure it out. Therefore, I don't think a computer will ever be able to figure it out. And is that because, and I don't want to seem stupid and hokey here, but is that because there's a certain amount of magic to the consciousness? Do do you see what I'm saying there? Like there's, it's, it's not a, it's maybe not a scientific thing or not a scientific thing in the way we look at science today. Well, listen, if you argue, and I'll go back to this, if you argue that we're living in a simulation... Then the argument is simple. Uh, it, it's it's just the the program fixing itself. Okay, do you understand? So it's the program saying, "You there's a there's a firewall here that will not allow you to figure out what consciousness is." Because if you do, then you see the program for what it is, and then the whole thing crumbles. Or do you know what? Like something along those I lines. I do. And then let's take that and and maybe okay. So we're not living in a simulation, but maybe our bodies are just set up. Our minds are set up that you cannot ever. Um, what is it? Pierce the veil. You, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe that's just see you know, the matrix. Sort it, of thing. it is built hardwired into our DNA as human beings that we just will never figure that out. Unless we do DMT, then you see a glimpse of it. That's maybe, my theory. Maybe no. I mean, listen, that's totally possible. I have no reference point on that, but I mean, it like disables the filter, but it's still like. <laughs> And maybe that's why it makes people feel better about dying, right? Is because they get a glimpse that there is something else. It's just all energy. I mean, I have no idea. It's all just energy happening, coming and going. But it's an interesting idea. I mean. Back to the doctor. The coolest thing he said was that a flea's eyeball has mass. Yes, here. Well, everything has mass. I know, but you think of like how much does a flea's eyeball weigh? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's the fact that it weighs something. It, 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 that is what matters because it's matter. But it, you just think of something, the scale that could measure a fla, flea's eyeball, and that eyeball is made up of a million little particles. So that that universe, the micro universes, is as crazy as the macro universe they were talking about. I just thought the, the idea of a, how much does a flea's eyeball weigh? Pretty, 
crazy talk. It, it's a it's a crazy idea. Crazy yeah. idea. Smaller than small, because a flea is small. Yes, the flea itself is so small. How much does a flea weigh? <laughs> how more? How much more important is your eyeball than that flea's eyeball? Well, my eyeball is more important than the flea. Interesting. Wow. That was my moment in uh, the discussion. Like, wow, things are so small. Hmm. Good segue. Are we? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. What I just to say went about to that. look over my notes on this episode, and they're one page. And the very last note is, I just can't get into this. <laughs> so obviously, I was having a tough time digesting this one. No, he was very cerebral. You'd have to have some sort of degree to even get into this one. I mean, the weird thing is, is I, I remember both of you saying that, and then I listened to it after it, after hearing you both bitch about it in the, the text thread. And I I remember after sitting down being like, I actually thought that was interesting, but clearly I took away zero. <laughs> you thought you were really into it, but I, yeah, skimmed right over your head. But again, this goes back to just, I think we as people, definitely me, we I think we just consume too much media now. It's just word diarrhea. Well, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, if I listen to fucking 25 hours of podcasts in a week and watch 17 episodes of something and read two audiobooks, like, what am I really taking away? I can't, fu- like, I'm half a retard over here. That is a lot of information. But, I mean, I guess it's just Constantly. like throwing something against the wall and you're just hoping something sticks, you know? So, whatever. But even you then, get like, I it. feel like when I play Jeopardy, I'm just like, I answer questions, but I don't even know what I'm in. I'm just in the zone. Where does it come from, the knowledge? I mean, maybe it just means you have to absorb things more than once. You know what I mean? So you'll listen to this podcast today, and maybe a year from now you'll listen to it again. That never happened. As we said on Podcast 3, like and subscribe, that uh, we think you remember everything that you ever goes through your brain. You know what I mean? And so you just draw upon that for knowledge. But on Jeopardy, I guess because you have to answer, it's hard to guess. But you just throw a name out of the window and... It's right. Have you ever happened to that on Jeopardy? Yeah, I guess. But what I'm saying is just like it feels like I it feels like I do absorb stuff, obviously. But sitting here, sitting here like two days after listening to a podcast, I couldn't I couldn't bring up like I literally would have to take notes like Simon. And if you did that, because I don't remember the podcast until today and then it all comes rushing back when I see the points that remind me and that's the whole idea right it's, yeah. you know a little bit of uh, <laughs> that's why you're our anchor to, Simon well, no problem I'm happy to weigh down this ship but I, I thought you guys were gonna, wow. were gonna have a lot of excitement about the fleas eyeball as well sort of drop the ball there yeah I mean I don't know what you want us to do there do you, yeah, want, you want me to, to be like, wildly excited about, about a fleas the eyeball of things like are, should we Take out the fucking weed scale and weigh some pins or feathers. I suppose it's just a very small thing. I'm sorry. I feel like uh, well, I think it's Kamar an just improv thing, and we just no, no, we, him, we didn't yes know? end. We didn't yes end. No, yeah, eyeballs are small. Wow, <laughs> I, this eyeballs small? are tiny. Well, Let's no, what, do this. What fucks me up is that I feel like previous to this podcast, Kamar was under the assumption that a flea's eyeball weighed nothing. That it was just like no, of course it weighs something, but just what does it weigh? Like. Just <laughs> did this guy actually give us like a number weight? No, no. He just said how would I think he was talking about exactly. I don't even know what I just heard. Fleet's eyeballs. Well, wow, that's gotta yeah, be small. You just you just broke his whole argument apart. But just there's you you have to have the grasp of how much mass there is and stuff. 
Kamar clearly tuned out. At- <laughs> Kamar was listening to this. The guy said Flea's eyeball, and Kamar just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> that this is what I'm going to talk about. Boom, yeah. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> this is going to be a half. I would love to see right. Kamar's notes on this episode. Flea's eyeball. That's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Was he talking about Flea, the bassist from Red Hot Chili Peppers? Potentially more interesting. It's a heavy yeah. eyeball. Uh, do we want to talk about Sir Penrose anymore? I mean, I am happy to move on. Was it better than Shane Dorian? It was certainly not better than Shane Dorian. Kamar? No. No. Oh, Again. We should rate it. Oh, we didn't rate the last one. How many Jamies do you give uh, Ben O'Brien? You're fucking terrible at this, eh? Well, the whiteboard just says Kanye. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what you fucking want from me, man. It's that's, Christmas. I'm not. Clearly, funny, no man. one's on the ball. Ben that's O'Brien funny. is three Jamies. Okay, Simon. Ben O'Brien was three Jamies, I agree. Okay, Ben O'Brien was two Jamies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one? Sir Roger? Yeah. I Four Jamies. Are you fucked? Okay, I don't even understand what we're doing here anymore. <laughs> Kamara's rating system is on a goddamn roller coaster. No, it's super he interesting, had, super smart. He had one note that was Flea's eyeball, <laughs> he's, it's and he's four, giving it a, a four. four it's how a much four it made Jamie. me think. How much it made me think how small <laughs> shit is. It's a four know. Jamie right. podcast based on the strength of Flea's eyeballs. That's I love that. I, I'll give it a three. It was, a, yeah, I'm giving the night a three, and, and that's being generous. But if you're listening and you're alone out there, just think about how small a Flea's eyeball is. Why do they have to be alone to think about it? <laughs> like, because obviously they're jerking off <laughs> in their know, parents' know, basement. Know, okay. Um, so we'll move on then. Uh, Twelve seventeen. You're so good at this today, man. Listen, man, I'm, it's, I'm on the ball today, okay? He can add. Till after this. Yeah, you know, I want that for sure. There's no fucking if, ends, or buts. Thank you, Simon. I appreciate your, your effort. Uh, 1217? Yeah. 1217. Namesh Patel. Okay, so hold on. Pull up your socks, folks. Yeah, we're going to be on this one for a fucking while. Let's start. Let's just start with, this is probably the ultimate Matrix moment, like in the history of our podcast, would you argue? In the history of my podcast, yeah. In my li- Not my podcast, my life. Because it would seem crazy that two weeks ago, two podcasts ago, it was two podcasts, right? Yeah, we spoke... Uh, at length about uh, Kamar's issue at work. So clearly, as much smaller platform. So if you missed, if you missed two weeks ago, Kamar was performing at his work Christmas party. Kamar is a stand-up comedian. He was paid to be there, and mid-set, the set was going fairly well. And mid-set, a young African American lady uh, stood up, interrupted, and then the mic was promptly taken away from Kamar, and comedy ended. And no one went to bat for him. He was kind of left. Now my issue, Kamar is that after you listened to this episode, you texted Simon and I and said, wow, this guy is a real piece of shit. Now, I don't know if I... That wasn't verbatim. I, well, I, I don't think it was... No, but the text went something like this. I, he said... I said, Kamar, I thought you would like this guy. He's going through the exact same thing you went through. And I'm just going to paraphrase here, but Kamar wrote back and said... It's not the same. This guy got famous off it, and he's a douchebag. Yeah, yeah no, Kamar exactly. hates this guy. To which I said, you know, we're going to have to argue about this on the podcast, and then we didn't speak again for a week. Yeah, as you should have spoken. And Kamar, here we are. I'm going to fucking throw you under the bus big time. You gave Mike Ward shit for not mentioning Montreal comedians. This guy's a fellow comedian. 
who goes through the same bullshit you do on arguably a larger platform. He's acting like he's little done wrong by. He's fucking a writer on Saturday Live. He's opening for Whoa. Aziz Ansari. Okay, like, okay. This guy was like, oh, poor little jumper boy. Dope, dope, dope. Oh, me and my crew, Joe. Fuck this guy. Okay, hold on. Just wait. Un-fucking-believe Sorry, this hold is on. great. Kamar's not even hold sick on, anymore. Now on. he's sick for a different reason. Kamar? Yeah? Are you sick? Like, should we take it easy on you? No, I just. Do you want us to go? I don't easy even on know you? why you guys like this guy. Like he's a douchebag. No, Hold on, we haven't not, even established. I haven't even established even opinion. About, it's not even about whether we like him or not. <laughs> it's the stance you took. The stance I took because the idea that he's famous, so it's different than you. That's unacceptable. It's okay, the so same thing. Why was I supposed to do nothing about it, and this guy's supposed to? Scream to the hills about because it because he has the platform no, he to talk about the injustice. Jeff Ross heard about someone cr- crying about it and talked to Joe Rogan to get this guy on the show. Joe Rogan didn't go after this. Uh, no, I understand, but think about what you're saying. Nobody got in touch with Joe to get you on the show. That's uh, what was this guy's bump? Uh, like a thousand. Um, no, <laughs> he said that was such fucking. I don't want to say get on Joe Rogan, but why am I on on Evan Solomon? Like I don't, I don't, I don't say why. My case is it doesn't matter and his does. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can tell me. I can. He's browner than you. No, mm. I don't at all think that's the reason. I think it's a matter of. Um, First of all, it's the location. His happened to Columbia. You. His happened to Columbia University at NYU. This is my point. Maybe if this happened to you, maybe if you lived in New York City. That a lot more people would jump, but we live in stupid little Ottawa. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just don't think that's a reason for you to hate on him. Like, I, I don't, I'm not disagreeing. Did you like that his? You did you like his use of the by. word dope? Did that not annoy you? He I mean, said that, dope did, fifty times. Did me and you had this conversation. Even, I didn't even it, notice. Hold on, hold on. Oh it was me God. and you that had this conversation, right? Where I explained to you why he most likely hated him. And that is exactly what I said to you, the way he talks. Because said, he's, is it because he sounds he, like a fucking douche. I, I, I don't even understand. Like you were like, fuck, I want to know this guy. Like I wish we recorded. Like a good guy. I wish we recorded every conversation we had. Kamar, I, I said to Simon goes, what do you think Kamar's issue with this guy is? And I said to Simon, I don't really think we can talk about it because it would be good fodder for the podcast. But what I said to him was, I have a feeling Kamar hates him because he's an Indian dude who grew up in Jersey and speaks like a douchebag. <laughs> Uh, again, I'm not saying that your case wasn't important, Kamar, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't have been recognized for something bad happening to you, but it's silly to think that he wouldn't get more play about something like this than you would. Like, of course he would. That, I also, crazy. hold on, you're forgetting too. You like, just sucked it up and got on, got on with this shit, you know? But who's, like most people did, but who's saying he didn't suck it up? Joe asked him to go on the podcast and Maybe talk about it. Maybe he was it. never going to talk about it, and then Joe... Oh, no, through the whole thing. He's talking about how angry he is, and uh, the next hour set I'm doing, I, I, I got to talk about it, you know, about my crew, and fuck this guy. I mean, I think what's more important here... Kamar sounds like the most butt-hurt <laughs> comedian yeah. I, to ever fucking live. I sound like it, but I feel like it, too. So. No, I, I think we can let that part of it go, because it's... Whether Kamar's angry at this guy or not. No, but hear me. Okay, let's think about this. If if Chris Rock gets the mic taken from him, that's a way bigger story than a local comedian in Ottawa getting... Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying, right? But but, but so it, then hold it, on. It's the principle, but is then the problem, hear me right? out. It doesn't matter but, who but, it is. So Kamar, if then if then Chris Rock goes on the Breakfast Club and they ask him about the mic getting taken away, and he s- explains, "Oh, I was super mad. I had to go do another set right after." Do you then say, oh, Chris Rock is a fame whore trying to get famous off this incident? 
Or is it just I, because I, of this guy's mid-level of fame? I don't think pissed? this guy's a fame whore. I, I, I don't think he's chased fame. Like, if someone asks you to go on Joe Rogan, you go on Joe Rogan, but... I just don't like. I don't feel for this guy. I mean, look, it's okay he's, that he thought he was a douchebag. He's he's very successful and accomplished, and he sounds like like he doesn't know what's going on. He didn't sound like an Indian guy. He grew up in Jersey. Oh, that's fucking, racist. What do you want? Yeah. Um, like <laughs> he was like, have you? Ever I'll edit that out. Oh, what timestamp? He's like, he's he's made it seem like he's broke ass, but he's a writer on Saturday Night Live. He's like, have you ever been on Safari? Oh yeah, I just went on Safari. Like. The guy's living his best life. Well, he did say he spent all of his Saturday Night Live money to go on Safari. Yeah, we'll and for see. a ring. We'll see how Oh, much. and a ring. I'm, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. And so now he needs a controversy anyways. I just don't feel sorry for him because I know that shit can happen to someone. You just got to roll with it. Fair enough. I mean, I think the more... Hold on. No, no, no. Stop. You're just going to let him off the fucking hook like that? Well, I just I just don't want to make this all about us piling on Kamar. Because I don't want to pile on Kamar, but Kamar, you felt awful two weeks ago. You yep. sat here. And this guy felt the exact same way I did. And you feel zero sympathy for him. Well, no, everyone in my world told me just suck it up. Don't do anything. Like, we didn't say Get that. over it. That's, no, no. That's not at all. There's more people than you two people. Nobody more Whoa, important. Hold on. There this is, is your, no the one world other than right us. here, this tiny little room. Uh, say all the people that were there at the thing. Like, Mar, you realize when the AI takes over, there's just this left, right? Just yeah, this recording. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you understand, though, just how he was treated like, dude, you got fucked over. Like, the world I live in, they're like, whatever, shit happens, get over it. And and again, I think, hold on, wait, I think the other issue that I have is that his is slightly more egregious in that he was asked by this group of like, you know. It, oh, they're it, his people. Yeah, so, and like you were doing it at a work Christmas function where I would expect someone to stand up and be offended. If a group, I mean, again, I will say this. It was at Columbia University. So as soon as you say university, I always am like, what is a comedian doing playing at a university? Unless dog, you're a, Dollars. In, Come on, dog. I don't care. It, there's oh, no... Dog. If I was a successful, if I'm a successful comedian, I would ne there's no amount of money that would let me play at a university. Unless I'm a transgendered... Um, Ukrainian. Well, that's a point I was going to make, uh, and not to get too much off Kamar because we can definitely come back to it. But just all these comedians should just fucking boycott uh, colleges and just be like, you know what? When you fucking kids, when you children learn how to behave, then we'll come back. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even speak at a university. It's like debating with flat earthers. You're not even supposed to give that argument the the light of day. You know? Yeah. Because it's it's nonsense. Yeah. Anyways, back to Kamar for a second. I mean, yeah, the big thing here, Kamar, is just that you're able to take a step back from yourself a little bit and say, yeah, that was my situation. This guy might be an asshole, but I can at least see the similarities between the two things that happened to us. I guess Kamar. Similarities is exact fucking thing. Yeah, exactly exact the same, same yeah. thing. I see 100 it. Mirror image, pretty much. When he said the story, I was like, what in the fuck is going so, on here? So as regardless of how famous this guy is or how much money he is, you know, he's w one of your people. We have something in common, Comedians. but he's a douchebag. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think, hold on, Kamar. You, you know what my other issue was? one of your, your fellow comedians wait, getting wait, wait. fucking harassed. I feel bad for him. Stage. But look at all the good things that happened from this. Like he's the well, best what? thing. He to went ever. on. He went on Joe Rogan. He, he went on Joe Rogan. He's in the papers. He's everywhere. Like I'm sure. It's I don't necessarily help think being in the papers is like the best thing ever. I'm sure this is going to help his career. Listen, that's all they talked about. That's all they talked about. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. 
That's not that's not the point as to what you know. It's about what happened to him. Yeah, I think so, my other problem. So my too. selfish fucking problem is that I'm like that happened to me. Nothing happened to me. That happened to him. All this sh- good shit happened to him. Okay, but if you start so, working for Saturday, so you, that doesn't make sense. You can't even see what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what? I so get it. Actually, hold on. Is that like for you to tell me? How I get I have it. To I get feel? it. I get it. It's it's as if his roommate that won the fourteen grand also had this happen to him. I'm being petty. I'm not saying. Listen, like, I, if you guys can see that, no, no, I, no, I, Kamar, I don't know what. You know, to, like, do you know what? No, no. Do you know what I think my issue was? Was after the fact when you texted like this guy's such a douche. I hadn't listened to the episode yet. Mm-hmm. Then I listened to it, and I was expecting him to be like. I was just expecting him to be a wild prick. And when I, do you know what I mean? When someone gives you, when someone says like, "This movie was the best movie I've ever seen," and you go in like, "Oh my," with that expectation, and then it just doesn't. Like, it might be a great movie. So I guess maybe because I was expecting him to be the world's biggest asshole or douchebag, when I then listened to it, I was like, this guy just seems like, uh, I don't know. You, so you liked him? I, I'm not saying I liked him or disliked him. I definitely didn't have the disdain you did for him. He got a deal on the word dog. Oh, dog. It's not that dog. Dog, dog, dog. Oh. <laughs> Too many dogs. Like, have you ever heard me refer to someone as dogs? No, but I, say, I say hear me out. Where are the, the similarities? Time, so. Fair enough. Where are the similarities? <laughs> I didn't say no. I didn't say he was like you as an individual. I'm being facetious. Of course, you didn't say that. That's what I'm implying, though. Um, yeah, I got they, I they, got the implication. Did they talk about anything other than his his issue? I, w- I would like to see if they had talked about how he got as a writer. They talked about life. process like, of writing a little bit. If he was a minority that got in or whatever. But um, <laughs> just so you could hate on him a little more. They, they, so there was some reason how he got his job without having to work hard for it. They didn't talk about that. He's a anti-Trumper. Like he, you know what it was annoying about him too? He kept trying to slip bits in. No one does that on Rogan. What, really? I did not notice that, but I'll take your word for he, it. What kind of bits? Well, he told the bit. He, he told the bit that got him in trouble or he thinks. Well, I mean, he, he being, said he was telling the being bit. Being black though. and gay. But he kept trying to tell, oh, I, I do this other bit. People don't usually do bits like that. I was pandering. <laughs> I, I just, I really feel like you just got a hate on for this guy right away, and then we're looking for. Yeah, I, I think it's like it just, it just like reopened the whole thing, and I like. Well, maybe that's it then. Okay, that's fair enough. If yeah. you want to sit there and say that, that I can get down with. And, if you're like it reopened, the whole I did thing. not enjoy listening to this episode. Fair and, enough. Okay, and that's what you needed. There to we say. go. I don't have to say fucking nope. shit all, man. I got fucked. Don't. <laughs> I got nothing for it, and we move on. Life goes on, so <laughs> I'm the winner, right? I did the right thing. Anyway, Kamar got the rubber fist. So for he sure. so- he sounds black. Is that racist? Uh, well, no. I wonder. I mean, he grew up. Listen. Yeah, I think it's just cultural. He grew up in Jersey. So. If I didn't know his name was uh, Nimesh, Nimesh Patel, I would have thought that that he was African American. That his name was Devontae Wilder. Something like that. Mm-hmm. DeAndre. He, he had some. He Wilder. had some. He had some street slang to him. A lot of dogs. A lot of dopes. A lot of crews. A lot of bouncing. I mean, I. I I think he's how old is he? He's not even thirty. Is I think he? he's thirty-four. Oh, is he okay? No, well, I, I I don't know. And he's, he's anti-Trump, so he's a, he's a loser. Do you think that uh, comedians have? They were talking about the responsibilities of comedians for a little while. Do you think that comedians have any responsibilities? Responsibilities to, to, to not offend the people in the audience. Just whatever. I mean, as a comedian, do you? Well, I think the bottom line is like people have to fuck up to get to the funny so it's I think you have one responsibility as a comedian and only one 
in that wherever you come from, you're trying to come from a place of making people laugh. And that is your absolute only, that is the only thing as a comedian that you should worry about. That make sure whatever you're saying, you're trying your hardest to make someone laugh. Yeah, I agree with Intent that. Intent is 100%. And, and new material. I think those are the two things you have to do. You can't just... Yes and no, like what is Gilbert Gottfried. But listen to what this guy said. He's been telling that joke for seven years. Again, that's kind of why I bring this up. But I, I don't know. Like I'm, To me, the only thing that really matters is that you're respecting your audience enough that you're not doing the same bit charging them for the same bit twice you know what i mean i'm just saying like i just say it like this you know patrice o'neill said it like you know there's obviously bad rape jokes but if you're you got to try to get you know you, you have to try bits out to get there and if you don't try you know to make someone laugh if you're not just trying to push the boundaries of what can make someone laugh i don't know I paid a lot of money, a lot of money. I mean, a decent amount of money to see a comedian that I won't mention his name at Scotiabank Place here in Ottawa. So that's a big arena, right? It mm-hmm. was, uh, mm-hmm. and I was so disappointed. He did material I had already seen, and I don't mean from like I already know who you're talking this about. whole year. I yeah, mean like from, like from the annals of his of his acts and I I just I was like disgusted I and the second that happened I was like this is bullshit man I just what, I, what I was the crowd do. doing like was it a positive response a them? lot of them weren't even knowledgeable enough to know that um so they're just of, they're still laughing because of who this guy is yeah but Simon I think it's like it's like the the machine story He's doing the greatest hits. <clears throat> it's different than the machine story. I understand it People is. People weren't yelling out from the crowd, tell us this joke or tell us I this story. I get it. I get it. Know? I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, I think to him, it's kind of like, yeah, like Kamara said, like his greatest hits. I just, I just was so disappointed, man. I'll tell you who it was oh, off air. This is my first moment. Don't you hate that on podcast? I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint, Kamar. Um, <laughs> He's a clean comedian. I'll give you a hint, Kamar. Bacon wrapped walnuts. Well, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I got to figure it out already. <laughs> Why? You didn't say it. I just did a gad sad there. <laughs> no, but. Um... <laughs> what is going no, on I, here? I, I, Mark that time. We're, we're jumping. We don't, we don't want we oh, to ruin anything. Because that's, that's a big one. Come on. His name rhymes with uh, Yim Hafigan. Yeah. Did Joe Rogan start his uh, fat shaming streak with Namish? Like he was on something today about fat people, but not this week. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah, it's um, no, I think it's in um, it starts next a episode? certain person who rhymes with rad mad uh, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, he definitely. Uh, but he goes off. You're right. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, no, no, wait. It's not. We'll get there, Simon. It's this <laughs> wild hand movement. Like you're super pissed. Sorry, Kamari, I didn't mean to get ahead well, there. I, I thought, really apologize. I thought I was jumping the gun. And listen, I, I want to preface all of that by saying I have the utmost respect for comedians. Like, what you guys do, I'm looking at you mostly, Kamar, is... Or you too, Matt. I no, mean, no, it, I've, I've done it once. We're not so hard. You know what I mean? I would never do that. Yeah, the stakes so, are high and just the stress. So it's old, like... old comedy, new comedy. But when I'm paying that much money, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm going to Absolute and I watch some guy and I'm I'm seeing him do the same jokes, I have no problem with that. But if I'm paying, you but know, a hundred bucks. But this is the thing. You're well within your rights to stand up, go to the box office and say, I'm not happy with this. 
imagine like think about any other workplace if someone just came up and started berating you and then like who didn't work for you or with you and just swiped your work away and was like nope not good you'd be like in the fuck is but, going on but right I, now? Like, I didn't do that. I sat at the show like a good I know, but when person. I, I'm giving the example of like someone in the crowd who doesn't like the joke. You know what I mean? That's like, you make rape jokes. I don't like rape jokes. Oh, or sorry. you Or you joke about religion. I'm super religious. We're, we're back a step. I was talking about who I saw at Scotiabank Place. I know, but I'm just using the parallel as like... Gotcha. Whatever. Sorry, I got lost for a second. Okay. That's my, my bad. Yeah, and just like Joe was saying to Namish, he was saying, you know, these... Someone has to tell them that they're wrong. Someone has, like, where I was like, someone has to tell this woman she can't do this, but I was like, no, no, just leave her dead dogs lie. No, absolutely. I I totally agree with that. Kamar, listen, when we had the initial conversation, I said, this guy needs to es- escort her out. And as he was taking her out, he needed to say, listen, you need to learn how to behave in public. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't how human beings interact. Yeah. When you have a problem with something, you don't just get up and start screaming about it. That's crazy. I would be screaming all fucking day long. If Listen, you could, we, didn't, yeah. we didn't make it this far from people just standing up. Like and being... social norms, right? Like, th- this is crazy. Absolutely. That is, that is fucking bonkers. And again, that's not what I was talking about. Yeah, I, I think like we said before, just open up old wounds and just frustrating to listen to. Gotcha. So I think it's safe to say Kamar gives this one a one, Jamie. I don't give a fuck about this guy. <coughs> um, Simon, get, how many Jamies do you give this episode? I give it um, I give it three and a half Jamies. Three and a half Jamies. I thought it was an average podcast. He wasn't. But I again, if Kamar wouldn't three, didn't, wouldn't three be average? <laughs> a little above average. Uh, if Kamar hadn't have hated on him so much, we would have had really not much to talk about with this dude. So. But what I think is no, I disagree. I mean, if, oh, if Kamar didn't hate on him, we would have had a plethora of shit to talk because about. Because we would have talked the parallels about the, and... the colleges too. I thought that was important. Is that we kind of skimmed over that, but just how crazy it's gotten in these institutions of higher learning. And I'm using air quotes there as we speak. It's happening. Yeah. Everywhere. It's nuts. And it's happening from Ottawa to uh, Columbia university. Is it happening in Ottawa? I haven't heard. What happened? Well, think about it. It happened in Ryerson. It happens at Concordia. It happens everywhere. The, the worst part is it's, it's they're learning that it's, it's like at a, at an institution of learning, you're learning that it's okay to be disruptive. If you dislike what is, being said or what is and i think the interesting demographic about all these people is they are young they have no job they, you know what i mean like as soon as some of those guys get some uh job or responsibility their viewpoints around the world will change and they'll leave those people behind and but right now they're just changed the world they're so altruistic I, I believe the word is and it's just like gross well that's what i meant to say too i was at a party this weekend kamar talking about the your incident and uh Everyone there was like, why did no one, why did no one stand up and say anything? That's crazy. And then I said, oh, I forgot to mention the young lady was African-American. And then every single person went, oh, oh, well, then they couldn't say anything. If I can absolutely guarantee you that if I was there, (laughs) I would have yelled anonymously, sit down. Oh, I would have done, I would have done the Charlie Murphy Shut the fuck up, bitch. I would have at least done I would have at least done that for you, regardless of race or gender. Mm-hmm. But no, but sorry. You don't work there. <laughs> right. Agreed. That's the, the biggest The question thing, I was gonna ask was do you think all this is happening because Trump is president and these people feel on the other side feel like <laughs> 
the, it, it's so far out of their control now that they have to fight a hundred times harder because yeah, I, this I, monster I think is that in might power. Be, I, and that's not what I think. The I'm boogeyman. Just, I'm just the that's, boogeyman. Exactly. That's what I think they think. I disagree. Again, in air quotes. I disagree. You, I think. you think the two are mutually exclusive. I think it well. I think it was happening during the Obama administration. I don't think it's just like Trump became president. All of a sudden, all, the left was just like, "Whoa, we don't like what you got." Starting with um, the park thing, sorry, what park thing, uh, where they all camped out in the park, Occupy, Occupy, Occupy Wall Street. No, but Trump, I mean that, Trump like, heard their feelings and they freaked out. I would just say, but that was the first big one, Matt. This kind of no, but Occupy Wall Street wasn't about like censorship or anything. It was just about people being tired of big banks robbing us that it, was really it, it was I mean, the the left kind of going that step farther than no because i wouldn't no. say occupy wall street was the left there okay. were people of all walks of life yeah they turned there. out they none some guys wanted different things and it was i don't i don't know enough about it yeah yeah to, they found uh, out at the end that it was really there was it was discombobulated yeah yeah it was well people there are of a lot all, of paid people there to start trouble too right well I mean, and crime and bad things happening like it's just we can't we can't do shit. Yeah, together. sorry, I didn't want to get bogged down on. Um, no, it's Occupy fine. Wall Street. Well, fuck. But yeah, no. So you don't think Trump has a? I I that point I totally agreed with. I think I didn't that say they're I working extra hard because they feel like this guy is you know. I'm not extra saying it bad. doesn't have some effect. Of course, it has some effect. I mean, yeah. I mean, there is a correlation. I know it started during Obama, but it has ramped up, like Kamar said you know, tenfold since Trump got into power. So there's definitely some correlation, causation to... Of course, uh, yeah, but that's because, like, the leader of the free world is out there, you know, just pretty much saying wild shit. Grabbing girls by the pussy. I think that's the... uh, I don't know. Anyway, should we move on? We're we're an hour in and we still got... Can I just... Sorry, just one last thing, because I think it's important. Is this whole Patreon thing the same as the YouTube argument? That's so weird. That's so hard. I don't know because I've looked at it and, and so do we want to question Peterson? Do we want to give some background on just what? If the, you know Matt, exactly, don't, I don't know the quotes. Matt, okay, some, so uh, the background, background is uh, this gentleman who goes by some weird fucking Sargon like, of a card. That's it, Sar- and that's the God guy you damn. were talking about, Kamara, right, Kamara? A couple of episodes ago, the futurist. No. Oh, no? That's a different okay. person. Okay, okay. Sorry. So this guy's a British gentleman. According to Joe, very well read. He's been on the podcast. I didn't know that. You obviously yeah, yeah, listened to it. Yeah, yeah, he's been on the okay, podcast. Okay, yeah. Do you, do you remember his name? His non-screen name? It doesn't matter. You can look it up if you really care enough. Uh, this gentleman um, was on someone else's podcast, and he said... Hey. He said... Um, he said some of the fact that the um, white supremacists are talking about, like, are acting like the niggers they talk about, faggots. That was it. So yeah. So he's... it was just a horrible choice of words. It, it, it didn't. Well, no, hold on. No, the, the faggots one to me was egregious because mm-hmm. he he straight up said like you're he like said it as like an attack, like you're a fa- like that kind of thing. So to me, that one was kind of inexcusable. Um, and I don't know why, as it calls white supremacists. Uh, but like, let's be serious. We we both grew up in the '90s. We both said the word "faggot" hundreds of times, arguably. Yeah, but this is the '90s. This is tw- I, I just think he, I understand horrible choice of words and the words that he used. I don't. I don't want to defend. I can't but, defend and it. I can't defend it. No, it was listen. It was a terrible, terrible choice of words. But so the weird part is, is that he did this on this other person's podcast, and he had his Patreon taken away. 
like another person who whose podcast it was their Patreon. I just, I mean, <clears throat> and it made Jordan Peterson, Dave Rubin, Sam Harris, all those guys freak out. But they should denounce what he said. Because well, no, that hold wasn't, on. That Sam wasn't Harris, clear to me when the whole thing. No, started. but Sam Harris did. Listen, Sam Harris pretty much. I mean, you know, they used the quote. I I don't agree with what you say, but I'll defend your right to say it. But and they're getting off of Patreon. Yeah, they're getting off. Well, because they're taking a stand saying if this company is going to censor anyone for any reason, you know, like, again, they were like, we don't like this guy. We don't think that he should be dropping N-bombs or calling people faggot, but you shouldn't be. I mean, I don't know. So, sorry. (laughs) What if somebody's running like a, um, I don't know. What if somebody has a podcast that's unsavory? Yeah, there, yeah. Well, hold on, but see, there's the problem right there. Is like unsavory by whose standards? I, I'm not, I'm not saying unsavory to the point of they need to be removed. That's whatever. That's not for this art. Just unsavory, as in maybe some people don't like what they have to say. And maybe everybody doesn't like what they have to say. I guess you have to go that far. What if it's a neo-Nazi uh, podcast? Let's go that far. Okay. Are, should they be able to have a Patreon account? Should they be able to be collecting money from anybody? Or should the responsibility of some of these bigger entities be to say, and again, I know it's so subjective, but if they're not saying, no, you can't you can't make your money here, then I guess that, as well as it has the freedom for everybody, it also opens the door for like the funding of terrorist organizations. And I mean, the implications can go a lot more than just, you know, whether this guy's allowed to fucking say what he wants on his podcast or not. Again, that's, I mean, listen, free speech is a sticky slope. It's a slippery slope. You can't, we don't have it. So we don't have, I'm really being careful as to what I say. But as far as the U S is concerned, um, you know, Dave Rubin said it said it really well. He said there are there's shit aspects of free speech. Obviously, there is stuff that that sucks about it, but it's you have to have that in place to have free speech. Like it just it has to work that way. So yes, to answer your question, unfortunately, even if a <laughs> neo Nazi has a podcast, the hope is that we educate people, and no one wants to donate money to the neo Nazi. Do you know what I mean? Like. And I think we should be realistic in realizing that if Patreon shuts a neo-Nazi down, people are still going to send them money somehow. You're just being ignorant to the fact that, I don't know. Do you, do you know what he said? We were You went upstairs, we were talking about what I do, said. I know the and whole thing. And we both yeah. agreed that what he said was egregious. And like, oh, it was insane. What he said was he, crazy. It I was crazy. I'm not backing I, d- I don't even understand how, in context, like, it, you know, it makes any sense right because sometimes you know they'll play a clip of what somebody said but they don't play the lead up to it this just under no circumstance does it make sense for him to use those words you said it was a horrible choice of words yeah okay but okay so i i guess the whole thing is you use the most like you said neo-nazi podcast this guy said (laughs) i know just sorry i'll quote him he said nigger once on a podcast and I think that's the problem, Simon. Is it's like we're gonna you're gonna take someone's livelihood away for a. Sl- I, I there goes argue, our Patreon. Yeah, I wouldn't argue it's. I wouldn't argue it's a slip of the tongue. Timestamp. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I get. I, I get wouldn't it, argue but. that it's a slip of the tongue. He seems like kind of that kind of person, but you see what I'm saying is the argument. I took the very um, 
yeah, you took the most, most extreme, extreme argument, but I think. Uh, but you can't use the extreme argument because it's. Sure, you can actually you can use the extreme I mean, argument because that's how free speech works. Is that you still it protects all speech? It doesn't. It's, Patreon is much smaller an entity than um, the other people we've been having this conversation about, right? The Googles, the uh, must Facebooks, be pretty big. Must the, be pretty big. The Twitters, the Instagrams, like it's just. I mean, it is, but it's not. If people are making livings off of Patreon, then Patreon's making a living off itself. Oh, Listen, oh, yeah, I, they're massive. They're they're massive. So they risk if but, all uh, these guys denounce them. Yeah, no, it, it's not good for them. I, but I, I agree. But I, but what I was trying to say is that just the way these guys are like, look at what he said. I'm like maybe Patreon did do the right thing. I, I don't know. This one is a really weird case. It's just a weird case because, but that all I was trying to show with the neo Nazis, it's it's a more clear cut case, right? Yeah, these, and I still feel these that people unfortunately, are, are bad. What would they have done there? Because this one, it was like maybe he was saying it in context, even though we know he didn't. But if the neo Nazis use good language, would they be allowed to stay off? The, they are not. These are again back to this. They're private companies. They're not public. It's not to do with the government. Yes, it's not to do with the anybody's day, yeah. inalienable so, rights. So the second it's, weird part is. This was him on someone else's podcast. It wasn't on his podcast that's supported by Patreon that he said it. He did it well, on another podcast. Our boy Jamie made a really interesting Yeah, Jamie point. said did they, po- they post this? all of it. No. Sorry. They post all of his content. So therefore, because they don't, they just host content. It, it doesn't matter. Everything he's doing to build his brand is part of his content. That's... It's not, you can't say, oh, it was on somebody else's podcast, so you can go there and say whatever you want, but then come back here and be clean as a okay, whistle. No, the, it doesn't work The problem work is like this, that. though. I, I don't know what their terms of service say. Neither do it I. It has to say clearly in plain writing, and it has to apply to every single person on Patreon, that if you say a racial slur, whether it's on your podcast or someone else's, we will take you down and we have that right. If that's not in clear and plain writing and and across the board for everyone then I definitely have a problem with it. Yeah, you can't no, just nitpick I, I and agree. choose. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you could that's... argue, you could argue, Simon, that someone on the left who's like a fucking crazed Antifa member could also have a podcast, and they're not being shut down just because their language is appropriate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I I agree with you one hundred percent. I that's that was my argument. Yeah, about, you're really. Uh, YouTube, right, is well, I'm just saying, people, do you, whatever you want, but you have to have the same rules for everybody, and those rules have to be laid out very clearly so that everybody sees them. Don't make it a fine print situation. Just, you know, if you want to use Patreon, these are the rules, and if you're not going to follow these rules, then you can't be on here. That's the end of the story. You know, we're not, this isn't your right to be on here. And I guess if all those guys say, you know, they don't like what this guy is doing, they have the right to go somewhere else. I mean, my big problem with... Hopefully it doesn't come to that. My big problem with corporations is that they have all the power. So, like, think about if me and you enter into, like, a, I don't know, I'm going to mow your lawn. You, you, you say, I need someone to mow my lawn. And I say, okay, how about uh, 25 bucks? And you say, yeah, 25 bucks sounds good. And then I pull out a 68-page document, and I go, read that. And you go, what? I go, well, you got to accept my terms. Well, right away, I'm not hiring you. But do you see what I mean? But no, but hold on. But this is where the big, this is where the big argument comes into play. I am absolutely 
the only player in the fucking game. No one else owns a lawnmower. No one even has a sharp object to cut a fucking lawn. Then I'm either reading that contract or I'm but hold on, in but, it blind. <laughs> wait, but do you see what I'm saying? But in that contract, it is filled with egregious shit that no one in the history of the world pre like, you know, 1980, 1979, whatever, would have agreed to like ever. Like people would have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't like you as a you as the consumer, the person paying the money. Let's say you have you want Internet service and you go to, I don't know, your Internet provider and they make you sign. Like I said, they make you sign or agree to this ridiculous fucking terms of service and that if you don't pay, they can take, you know, all these things. But at the end of the day, you as the consumer, they're not signing shit. So if they give you terrible service, you have no, there's no repercussions. There's no, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, sorry. I, I guess this is just a better argument for... Um, Control of corporations well, or for, fucking for, antitrust or for, or for somebody like YouTube than Patreon, you know? Patreon is not the only uh, player in the player game. In the I game. Get it. And trust me, if enough of these uh, well-known people continue to boycott them, I bet you another company could write... Like, listen, what is that? It's a... It's a company that's hosting you collecting money. It's nothing. They're a middle. They have no. Business. They have no overhead. I fully. So, it's a big money maker. Oh no no. Hold uh, on. Agreed. But anybody could do it. You could find some computer dude, and it. You know. You don't. You can start a new one. I could. agree with you, Simon. In this case, you can't the, in start this, a new Simon. YouTube. I agree. I agree. In this case, and in in a lot of cases, the market should work itself out. Like you're saying, if enough people leave. Patreon will say, okay, we need to lay our terms of service out or get this guy back on or whatever the people have spoken. But the problem is, is there's not, there's a lot of really big corporations out there that, that have their foot on our throat. And yeah, no, just... no. I, I, I see your point on the bigger picture, but just in this Patreon conversation, yeah, yeah. I just don't know if, uh... I mean, again, I didn't, I, I can't comment because I don't know their terms of service. I didn't, yeah. I haven't read them. I haven't read into the case enough, so I can't really, for me, the free speech thing, yes, it sucks that it gives people the, you know, I get it. Free speech isn't without repercussions, but you, you are allowed to have some shitty thoughts. That's kind of what we've all agreed on. And you're allowed to express those shitty thoughts, however shitty they may be. And unfortunately you may get a following. Yeah, trust me, you're you're gonna hear a lot more about this, anyways. So yeah, like it made me know. think about it made me think about Hitler. Like the whole Proud Boys thing made me think about Hitler. I was like, imagine if the Nazi movement just started off as like one guy named Klaus in a bar in Frankfurt one day, like, hey, I like you and I like drinking, and maybe we start a party called the Nazis, but just for fun, it's like only blondes with blue eyes, yeah, well, and not- we just have like drinks, <laughs> and then two months later. He's like, at, he's at the same bar and there's a shitload of crazy dudes there all putting their arms up. And then there's this guy with a little mustache who's like, I am now the leader. And, you know, he's like, whoa, whoa, we're, we're just here to have some beer. That's probably, you're probably pretty Not close to, truth. I mean, you know, it was a country that was ripe for it. So if it was a certain situation, you're probably not so far off, man. I mean, I know you're joking, but. but I am, but, not, but you uh, see what I'm saying oh, is I, like, I, it, I, like I the totally most innocuous do. thing. And that's probably the problem with free speech is that the most innocuous bullshit can turn into a crazy it's movement. It's like one flap of, of a die. butterfly's wing and, uh, you know, it's. The across the world. Sorry. But I mean, the idea also of free speech is that unfortunately, if enough people, like if half of the world, if three, if, if 55% of the world agreed with the Nazis, then we'd probably be living in a different world. And the history books would be different. You it's know like, what I mean? It's like that show on uh, the High Tower or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, high yeah. Tower. Um, 
sorry not Although to that be rude, sucks. but we should move on to... Uh, yeah, we're already an hour and 20 in. Patreon G- really sad. caught us off Yeah, yeah. No, no, but I think it's important to talk. I think they even talk about <laughs> it's this It's just so confusing because, like I said, I, d- I don't know. I can't support what he said. Those guys oh, I leaving, definitely don't support no. what he said. Those guys leaving Patreon is supporting what he said, so it's like, what the fuck? No, no, no. See, I don't That's see how I look that at way. It. I don't. I see those guys leaving that. as a, a stance on free speech and nothing else. Mm-hmm. I see them leaving as them just saying, like I said... On the offset of this, I said, I think it's them saying, I don't agree with what this guy says, but I will fight for his right to say it, right. I, which I is the idea of free speech. I, I hear you. All right, moving on. 12, 18. Correct. God. Look sad. at me go, man. I Fucking know. fresh as you a daisy you over here. You don't even need me anymore. <laughs> the AM podcast. The, anchor, the anchor's gone. Uh, 12, 18. God sad. Professor you at doing Concordia okay over there, University. Okay? All right, buddy. All right, here we go. <laughs> Looks like he's in a feverish fucking coma. Um, <coughs> how do you feel about Gadsad? Oh yeah, let's rate it to start. There you go. It's a tough one to rate. So man. I'm gonna, like it was a controversial I'm gonna one. give the episode a four, four Jamies, but I'm gonna give Gadsad himself a three. Interesting. Okay, but that's never been done before. Very interesting. That's how we're starting. I think I might give the episode. Rating the episode and the guest. I think I might give the episode a four, but God's out of two. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. I don't know. I, I, I'll give it a three. I don't know that I like God's side too much. He's definitely willing to throw people under the bus. That's for sure. Oh, my God. He throws. Every time he rhymes somebody's name, Kamar, now we can talk about it. Um,. Somebody's getting thrown under oh, the bus hard. No effort at all put into it. Let's say the name rhymes with uh, Lamb Harris. Oh, the <laughs> Lamb Lam Farris. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, that's how bad he was. He might as well have said his last name. Like, he was just, t- it was like, dude, we know who you're talking about. Just fucking say it. I don't think he's as cool as he thinks he is. What did he call him? The Godfather? The God- no. The Godfather. Godfather. Yeah. You can't name yourself, bud. No, no. no matter if you've done a lot of evolutionary. Um, science, and you're a really smart guy, dude. You're a professor. You don't have a fucking yeah, nickname. Chill out. Get yeah, out of here. he acted Fuck like he's off. a gangster. Yeah, and I mean, he brings up some good. He was uh, like the Namish Patel of professors, and he has to. He has to stress that he's a uh, persecuted uh, Jew from Lebanon, and uh, so he feeds into the identity politics that he's sort of against. But a lot of interesting thoughts. I I was saying to Matt that he goes through topics very quickly. So, you know what I mean? He doesn't want to stick on anything for too long. And then he'll say to Joe, okay, so are we okay to talk about this now? You know what I mean? He just... He's got an agenda, which is coming out in his new book. He says that every five minutes, too. Yeah, it was like he had a part in the interruption timer going. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, okay, three minutes. Okay, we move on now to one, (laughs) one Harold. I think this is where the fat shaming came in, though. It is, yeah. I mean, that's not the first time that's happened. I mean, uh, is it really fat shaming, or is it just more a a reality check? How far left are we? No, I meant just sort of like Joe's like, no, you can't be fat. Like, you're there's an obese person dying. Like he was getting, he was getting upset. So I mean, if she was sitting in that room there, I'm sure she'd be. I think Joe's not that Joe's in the wrong. Joe's point is just that you know. Obesity kills a. I mean, Joe. Joe also ton. says if you smoke cigarettes, you're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like he and he smokes cigarettes. No, but he hardly. He picks on. He picks on 
things that are, you know, your choice, I guess. Like, are, is being obese your choice? Yeah, I think so, because you got to put the food in your mouth. I mean, some of it must be um, hereditary. or No, uh, if you don't eat food, you don't get fat. Like, you'll be skinny and die. No, no, but definitely some people are more... Um, well, okay, inclined Simon, you watch Survivor, though. Gain weight. Even those people that are, quote-unquote, inclined to gain weight, when they're on Survivor, they all lose a shitload of weight based on not eating. I mean, what Kamar's saying is, you know... Calories in, calories if, out. If you literally... I'm just trying to be diplomatic. I get that you are, but we don't have enough listeners to bother being dip- diplomatic, so I think we can just be safe saying the three of us most likely assume that if you're severely overweight, then... You've done it to yourself. There's a good chance that, yeah, it's not a thyroid problem. But, um, I, big bone listener. It made me yeah, think. Well, 51% of the U.S., baby. It made me think that. That, jo- that jo- wasn't the right stat. They, because they looked that up. It's not 50%. It's higher, I think. No, no. It was like 30 some percent. Sorry, go ahead, Kamar. It just made me think Joe Rogan is sort of like that guy that Matt talked about a couple episodes ago, the skateboarder who just thought everyone could do it. I think Joe Rogan sort of thinks. Everyone can have the discipline, discipline that he has. And just mm-hmm. I, I fully agree with I that. Agree yeah, with that I totally. think he and just sort of see that. And I don't know if it's a. But a, come on, I think it's that David Goggins thing of a just bad like, thing or a good thing. I think it's that David Goggins attitude of like, if I can do it, you you know what I mean? Like everyone has it in them. Yeah. Which there is an argument to be made. Like we all really do have it in us to just buckle down and not do whatever it is that's holding us back. You know what I mean? We all, I, listen. I have enough vices and issues. I'm not, I can't sit here on my high horse and be like, you know, fat people. I have my own issues. I'm not overweight, but I have many other issues in my life. So, mm-hmm. you know, we all have our own shit. You're not fat shaming anybody, though. So it's all good. No, I'm no, but fat, what I'm saying, so though, Simon, what I'm anyone. saying, though, Simon, is just in general, like, what I'm saying is everyone has their own shit. We all, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we all could buckle down and be better, but it's tough. It's tough. Life is tough. No, Joe. Joe assumes that everyone is a superhuman, like he is, and we might have to take a step back just to realize, well, people struggle. I mean, I think it's tough for Joe too. He's had money for a very long time. Like he talked, he talked twice this week about putting in that T one line. That do you know how much that fucking was back then? And he doesn't talk like he's rich. He doesn't think he's rich. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is like, I don't, I'm not saying he has. And he like is a, rich. I'm not saying he has an overblown head or anything. But I'm saying when you have all that money. It makes doing all that stuff a lot easier. It makes being healthy easier. It makes being fit easier. You know what I mean? Like, it just makes everything easier. That's why a lot of money. That's why I was thinking he likes to go hunt or something just to be humbled, because it doesn't matter how much money he have out there. Well, just to just to toot Joe's horn a little bit more while we're at it. Um, so my Audible uh, sends me a message today about the fifty top books bought on audible <coughs> yeah jordan peterson has two david goggins has one aubrey marcus has one i mean joe seems to be making a lot of he's the uh, new oprah a lot of winners hey i i think that's true i think it's true well hope you all right i'm I not going to disagree with it but i'm just saying maybe those books would have been on there maybe had those guys not gone on uh, in normal cases i would agree but with both Goggins and Peterson, I feel like I disagree. Jordan Peterson again. Jordan Peterson before he went on Joe Rogan was already like very. He wasn't gonna get. I don't want to get stuck on Jordan Peterson again. No, but we're not wa- gonna. But he wasn't gonna get out to the same. He reached a whole different marketplace because of Joe. 
Sure, but he was going to go on all those talks anyway, and eventually, I still think he yeah, would have sold I, a shitload of books. I just don't think he would have gotten to the youth the way he did. No, but you're also forgetting there was a huge controversy. Like, the amount of people that were like, this guy's a terrible piece of shit, meant that people were going to be like, I'm buying this book. You know what I mean? I know people that bought that book just because they were like, I think Jordan Peterson's terrible. You bought the book, and you fucking think he's terrible. So I think I rest my case. I was doing research. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, no, I really don't want to get stuck on him. Yeah, it's again, fine. Cause, uh, it's fine. We'll go back to God uh, Yeah, back to God Sad. Um, do you Let's guys talk have... about that for a second, though. He leaves Lebanon. Imagine leaving. Imagine having to leave your home and absolutely never, ever going back. Well, and has no interest in going back? Yeah, but just like knowing. like. Well, that story is pretty harrowing. The one where he says, you know, had I opened the door there, this could have all gone yeah, a lot differently. Yeah, I mean, that is nuts. He was persecuted. He was, uh, that was yeah, a chilling story. Yeah, fucking nuts. Well, even the guy being like, I'm coming back for you guys. Like, holy It was all fuck. very, uh, very disturbing. Because think about it. It's one, thing, it's one thing living here now. And, and like if someone outside or like came to your door and was like, I'm going to fucking come back for you. We have checks and balances in place where you'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to fucking fix this. You're living in a fucking war-torn country. Like someone comes to your door and is like, I'm coming back for you. You got to assume... That I'm, motherfucker is coming back I'm surprised back for you. that the, the police got there so quick in his story to rectify the whole thing. You I'm know? surprised there were police. <laughs> I don't <laughs> my, mean that to be my way. sentiments like, exactly. I was like, holy yeah. shit. Amazing. This is in the middle of a civil war. That's what I was saying. I was like, holy fuck, cops. Anyways, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, Makes you wonder what cops in the States are doing. <laughs> are there any... You want to turn the page <laughs> loudly? You know that they they put tampons in the men's room of, uh, is it Yale? Yeah. It was some school. I yeah. can't believe it. Like, this has just gotten totally out of control. What are we talking about here? It is impossible for a man to have fucking menstruation. But you, you can't hurt their feelings. No, but I don't know. Listen, I, I guess I can, I can see the argument for the trans, um, bathrooms like there's some logic behind that as to s- yeah i don't think you want to go down this road because we all agree on the same fucking shit oh my god keep turning pages simon just wrap it i just know but the men's menstruation like come on what is going on here you, and that's like a respected school how how is this happening i'd be better off if i didn't know about that this is a joke is this like the the it's the guys they talked about the the two former guests on Rogan who did all the theses to see what would get accepted yeah. like this all is the, the all the theses it's the well it's pretty much feces because no it's, it's theses uh, oh it's whatever it's sorry theses. And, and they talked about them but they talked Are about you them sure? in trouble either way theses I don't think that's proper whatever man no that's that's crazy though that is crazy when he said that I just I kind of. Sp- Bat out whatever I was eating. I want to say though, when when Joe talked about those guys and all their bullshit uh, papers they wrote, Gadsad of course did the like, yeah, I was on the inside track. Uh, he didn't hear me. He was like, yeah, yeah, I knew they were doing that. Oh, like yeah. I had heard, I had heard they, through the grapevine. They, well, no, and then when the dog rape me. thing dropped, I called him and said, "Dog rape you? Yeah." Like it's like, dude. Okay, you're on the inside track. Yeah, of- there's just something about God Sad having to reinforce how cool he is, how well a Godfather yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah. And but this, the science and the facts are all interesting. It's more like food for thought. But it's like, 
you're crummy, man. Like you're no, there, crummy. there was definitely something about him that rubbed you the wrong way. And sometimes he speaks in nice tone, but then he gets all like he's um, he knows what he's trying to do, but he doesn't do it well enough. He bugs me the same way that. Uh, Hold on, what did they, what did he say that was wildly controversial, or that Joe said that was wild? You know it, Simon. Uh, no, it's got to be in your I'm notes. Not, I'm not sure. I do. Oh, maybe it's in there. I don't know. Fuck. Sean Carroll gets thrown under the bus just to add another name to uh, Gad's Sad's that. hit list. You missed neither of you laughed at it because I guess I didn't rhyme it close enough. Oh, Sean sorry. Carroll writes the book about how good the world is going. No, he's Sean the, Carroll he's is the an astrophysicist, astrophysicist yeah. but he was getting in trouble with Gad Sad because he agreed with some letter that went out persecuting somebody. And uh, Gad Sad thought that he should have been sticking up for people <laughs> and not jumping on the bandwagon. I guess that was the meat and potatoes of it. Again, I don't really, um, I don't know the whole situation, so I just was throwing out another. As usual, uh, we're talking half truths about things we know very. It, little it was about. more just about Gad, though him, you know. Having no problem tossing people under the bus, and and with that one, it wasn't even a. He didn't rhyme. He didn't say uh, Thon Merrill. He just came right out and yeah. said, you know, our friend for some reason. Yeah. I don't think they're friends, but. Uh, but it's. Uh, I think it's all a matter of public record, so he's not really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure. Um, fluid ageism is another one I just can't get behind. Like, who's asking you to? <laughs> Sorry? Who's asked you to get... Like, I, I can't get behind either, but I don't... The, the guy who said he's 60, but he wanted to be 40. Well, no, but these are just all ideas that they're, you know, that are now coming into conversation. Like, I can't even believe they're conversations. Yeah, fair enough. Like, I can't even believe that has, like, a name so we can be talking about it. I don't recognize it. It's like boys fucking menstruating. Like, you're not... They're punching themselves in the dick until they bleed. That's not the same thing. Look, I know I just got a dog, and I'm now, like, I feel differently about dogs, but I'm going to use dogs as a good example, okay? Dog people are a fucking problem because dog people are like, I want to bring my dog on the plane. And you go, well, why? And you're like, well, he's my family member. And then eventually someone who had a dog was like, yeah, you know what? I can get behind that. My dog is also my family member. Bring your dog on the plane. And then what happened? Some asshole said, well, guess what? My cat, Pepper, he is also my family member. He should come on the plane. And someone said, you know what? All right, fine. We're letting dogs on. And now what do we have? People are bringing fucking parakeets on and fucking lizards. And then and what happens? You get a Samuel Jackson movie. About snakes on a fucking plane. That's but right. but you see what I'm saying is like once you make a small concession, it's all downhill from there. And I know you hate to go back to him, but this is what Jordan Peterson but is talking I, about. Did I ask like, you to make a concession? No, I'm talking. You asked people are asking you, you, you asked, to consider you asked ageism. how we got here, and I'm saying we've made small concessions oh, over the Thank years, and now we're at a point where fluid ageism and tampons in a men's room the are things <laughs> are like legitimate talking points. I'm so we're sitting here talking about yeah, it, which yeah. is fucking insane. I'm, I'm so trying sorry. not to talk. I about legitimately it. <laughs> forgot the question I asked you. <laughs> this, this you said, amazing. can you believe fluid ageism is a thing? And we both were like, no, we can't. Yeah, and then <laughs> I explained to you kind of how we got to this. Yeah, no, I was no, trying we're to good. I, yeah. I, I caught myself up. I, 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 would, I, I would like to see myself in discussion where I had to actually argue that point or like how, how, how I disagree with it, but I don't think I would talk to someone who's like 17 with purple hair and eye, eyebrow rings. Like, You're just avoiding those people in general? 
avoiding would be like I'm trying to do something. I just don't run the same circles as these progressives. Keep it to myself. But I'm sure it's going to rear his ugly head, although the next guest thinks it's going to all snap back. Yeah, but do you not also think that we're just getting old and that, uh, unfortunately, this is like maybe the trajectory the world's taking? Because that's part of getting old, too, right? The world changes in ways you might not be like accustomed to or want well how often do i say to you matt i just don't understand the fashion these days oh yeah for sure like i i yeah no i i totally hear what you're saying I, maybe that is part of it i i, I mean it's got to be right like how often did you hear your parents like listen hear, hear your music and be like this is shit or just say, or watch anything you were watching and be like this is garbage i mean it's the same thing like you can watch a sitcom now and be like oh my god all the sitcoms are terrible but like you know i've been rewatching seinfeld and i'm like it's great i love it it's nostalgic but it's the, it's the exact same as yeah. these other sitcoms. And I was just going to say, maybe it's because, you know, like I feel more connected to my my children because I just feel more connected to the time we're in. We've all come up through this same technological revolution, mm-hmm. to use this terrible term, you know what I mean? But then as I was thinking it, I'm like, you know, every every parent and their children come through something together right like they're living through a time together it's a stupid analogy well no because no, i think it's adorable no no well what you're saying though simon is now it's easier to be connected so like well that that too like yeah. my dad never would have had any idea what i was what i could have been listening to do you know what i mean you could actually be like oh yeah i actually heard the new drake or do you know what i mean like I, something along those i see lines. the skinny jeans beyond the kids walking around in my neighborhood of course Whereas you're that's, on instagram that's do you know right. what i mean yeah. so you're you're in you're still in so the... what i what i said did hold true and it was adorable thank you Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just saying i think it's easier now it's easier now for parents to stay like at least relevant and i mean it's yeah, still totally all, keep in mind it's still all beyond us like kamar and i talk about reddit all the time like we still don't really know what the fuck is going on listen back to episode one like i didn't know what 4chan was <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah so, no 100 percent. i mean you know these kids are running fucking circles around because yeah. they grew up with computers and yeah, chat rooms and the oh, internet to- totally like our generation is the last one that will remember a pre-internet era you know what i mean we lived we lived, we grew up kind of on the cusp of both. Like, I, I literally remember not having the internet until I was a teenager. Well, and it's so hilarious because, like, just take my parents as an example. You know, they're both coming close to their 70s, somewhere around there. And my dad has always stayed relevant f- through work. He's always had to use email and, you know, just the most basic of stuff, but has always maintained some technological relevance. And my mom can hardly even use a microwave. And these are people who, yeah. you know, came through it together. And that was how easy it was to n- be able to not need it then. Yeah. And we need it now. You know, you can't you can't say, well, I mean, I guess Ari Shafir doesn't use a, but you do better without a smartphone. It. Like after a couple of days without it, you feel just better. You feel better, but you won't be as productive, meaning like, let's say you're setting meetings and doing all it like just that's how the world works now. Nobody is setting meetings by telephone anymore. They're setting them by text and by email. And well, it's like when Joe says, you know, oh, when I go on vacation, like when I was on vacation on my phone for three days, there's obviously a part of you that's like, yeah, but you're on vacation, so you don't necessarily care like being connected in your day-to-day life is kind of very important well and Ari too does say you know and here's a guy who's using a flip phone he's like but I still have my publicist send out my tour dates on Twitter you know what I mean so he's still using it you can't operate without he's just not personally physically using it the medium is still being used by him because it's important 
Well, he's not mm. sending out carrier pigeons all around New well, York th- to fucking Arjun Fears Blake Carolines. This is what I'm saying. <coughs> Although that'd be a great which I ploy. sorry I, and in some roundabout way brings us back to an argument that um, uh, Ben O'Brien brought up is that. You know, when you're a vegetarian or whatever and you say, I'm only eating soy, that's the perfect example, right? Like how many animals die in those soy, the making of those soy fields and the processing of the soy or of any vegetable, right? Of corn, of, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just ironic, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. Why are you so, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> this guy's apologizing. I'm, uh, I'm celebrating, eh? Ryan Cokes. Oh, Just nice! Throwing yeah. that out there. It's Christmas holidays. Yeah. Kamar's over here dying. Well, hasn't That's said, why I had Kamar to hasn't said four and go words to the in the bathroom last hour when the when the dog was when the dog out. went crazy. Or edit, I'm going to edit that out so no one's going to know. Well, I th- well I th- I'll I th- just th- know that that dog went crazy. Oh, he's oh. anti-Semitic. Oh, we heard <laughs> Matt's going to have some work today. <laughs> I just feel like uh, sometimes when we talk about this stuff. It's all stuff we agree with. It's sort of like stupid. Uh, yeah, grandstand okay. versus when you talk about a guy that I totally disagree am, with you. Then am we're I fireworks. am I grandstanding? I'm no, sorry. no, all of us just our thoughts on these topics that we all agree with. Like it's not like a, no, but I was trying to bring to the table it's maybe our job. no, but what I was bringing to the table is the thought that maybe it's you know maybe that's the way the world is shifting and that we're just gonna have to get used to it. It's yeah, not for sure. It's I'm not gonna sure, go I'm away. Sure that's like the way it is. maybe tampons are a thing in men's rooms forever now. No, I ref- no, no, that is not the way we're going. The Joe Rogan experience, that, experience no, no, is I, not responsible for the I'm, thoughts and comments of Simon. I'm serious here. <laughs> or any of its sister really, companies or affiliates. I really don't believe that's the way it's going. I think that, like Joe was saying, at some point we're going to write ourself about this inane um, what would Simon, be, what would hold be on, hold on. we've no, no. gotten stuck in. But you know? Simon, hear me out. I guarantee you in like 1910, there was some white dude sitting in the South like, I'm telling you. Blacks in bathrooms, it's not going to stick. They're not drinking water from the... Do you know what I mean? Like, No, 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 I'm sorry. Some of these things, you're right, are going to become part of the lexicon, like uh, transgender uh, pronouns and all of that. I agree. That stuff is here to stay. I'm saying the the boys bleeding, the male menstruation. Like There are just certain ideas that are going to fly right now because of the landscape, but in five years but even, you, you won't that. even hear know. about That's my personal opinion. That's, that's my prognication, and I do not represent JR. So, what if, so are you, you're telling me that if AI comes out tomorrow and says men bleed, that you won't agree with it? I don't think it would do that. <laughs> uh, just I, I, the AI smarter than I but, but you know what? I'm been, however old I am, and it, I haven't had to deal with it yet. The so. bee in my body is laundry. Expand. Well, for how many years have we been separating the colors from the whites? You don't need to do that. You don't have to. I don't think so. I don't think either. Of you know how to do laundry. No, but sorry, come on. Why I, I missed that? What was I was just the, mean uh, the ridiculousness of where the stuff is going. Oh, I see. Like yeah, alternative, alternative. That's gotta be. That's gotta be offensive to someone. Uh, you can go forever, basically. But um, gender, and they said this just to bring it back to uh, Gad for a second. Gender really is the battleground between logic and science. Is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true, and and it's this. Like that, I think that's where th- a lot is going to be fought. You know, well, it's one thought thinks we're born, and the other thought you thinks you're born a blank slate, right? And that anything you don't want anything to interrupt that or uh, make you think you're something like you're supposed to just 
I don't know. I, I don't I don't even get that other side. Right? Is that what we're talking about? I guess the argument, Simon, is gender denialist. Simon, the argument, the right. argument that most yeah. people will use is, "What do you care, or what does it matter if there's tampons in the men's room?" Yeah, that's where I was at. Second, you said that. What does it matter? Mm-hmm. It I'm, just, I'm just, I'm asking you as far as like, it's ridiculous. Does it? Does it we, 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 we all agree it's ridiculous. What I'm asking you is, how does it affect your day to day life? That's I, my question. I to just you. think it's exactly like you said. If we're willing to to make the concession, give on that, then what's next? Like there, it's. I agree. Some things I don't know. You know what I mean? Whether we should have different bathrooms, I don't know. That that is, that's a battleground that I'm not fighting on. But the, maybe we should find a way to the put the tampons hole in, our in the body. men's room. Like I just, that's too far. Well, that. 220 pound man who's playing women's ball is that too far i don't know it's just well no uh, listen i uh, to that for a second what is the catalyst to stop i agree with what joe said like it's okay for them to go the other way if you want to compete against men that's fine but you can't compete against women no i agree because that's that's just like especially in the fighting example we're now talking about uh transgendered people competing in sports especially in the fighting where the the stakes are dire right like it's your it's not just win or lose at that point it's actually getting hurt i just don't see how you could have any political stance where you want to see someone that used to be built like a man beat the beat up a woman shit out of a woman like and that's especially the argument i just don't even see the exact world that we live in where that's like even entertainment I don't even know how you can argue it from the other side because it seems so... Listen, we've watched fights between two men in the same weight class where I've turned my head and been like, this is fucking brutal. That's right. So to see what used to be a, a like 180-pound or 150-pound man beat the shit, or, you know, and you could argue, well, that's not going to happen. Maybe she'll win. And we've, I guess we saw that that did happen. Like some woman, some woman beat up a... Won a fight against a, a transgender. I mean, I don't even know. But that's not the example that Joe was giving. It was it. I don't know. I'm just saying oh, that okay. did happen. It doesn't it, really matter, anyways. There's so many examples. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, it's one thing in a swimming pool to be like, okay, that guy, that chick used to have a dick, and she just swam laps around these women. Sorry, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> it's all good. Follow me on Instagram. Um, it, it, it's one thing for that. We can all sit there and be like, okay, that's a bit unfair. But at the end of the day, no one's really getting hurt. Your ego. Well, might... that was exactly my point. I like, get, yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's not right because in competition, everything should be fair. That's a whole other conversation. But in fighting in particular, yeah. it's unacceptable. Listen, if you want to put me in the ring with Cyborg untrained, that is entertainment. Because you would just watch me get fucking dusted. But like, if you, if you... If you put yeah, if you put a fully trained, athletic male, which I'm clearly saying I'm not, uh, in the ring, it's just not even fucking. It's, it's it's gonna be ugly. I'm sorry, I'm offending people. <laughs> well, I was just looking and seeing like how how controversial do we want to get on this? Because uh, a female listener of ours this week told me she was like, yeah, I was I I listened I was listening to one of the episodes and I had to stop because it was so sexist and I was like, yeah, the guys told me I need to tone it down and she goes, no, it wasn't you. I was like, oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Me or you, Kay? I assume it's me. Oh, really? I was assuming it was uh, him. Really? Yeah. I'm so good about what I said. <laughs> Why so, are we... I mean, I don't... Sorry, lady. 
<laughs> well, no, and the only no, reason sorry, I ma'am. asked that is because Joe and Gad talk about an issue that seemed so charged to me that I was surprised that some of their opinions were coming out like that. The um, this is the controversial shit I was talking about. Okay, this is what well, you were talking well, I about. Think. What yeah, are you about to it's say? It's the punishment fitting, giving somebody a punishment. For oh yeah. Oh, accusing that, yeah. somebody. If of you rape. accuse someone of rape and they're not guilty, it's all, what did he say? For Joe was like, it's almost, almost, almost as bad as rape, and I was just like, eesh, that's. that's I think God said it might be worse. And but like, yeah, and that's just and, that's, and a crazy, that's a crazy. That's a crazy statement. Went off that the rails is a there. fucking. But the idea of. There has to be some punishment for people who are lying, right? Like it can't, you can't just discourage it from. Yes, you can absolutely not do that to people. You cannot rape people, but you also can't accuse people wrongly and ruin their lives if they are innocent, right? There has to be sure, but there's also we also have realized there's there's gray areas and nuance. Like in that in that Kavanaugh thing, we know that two of the women were lying, but then the other one. You know, it's all about like it doesn't hazy d- it doesn't and... diminish the first one story just because two are lying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, that's... absolutely. And again, I don't know if I really want to discuss this as much as I just wanted to discuss them discussing. Well, that was what I was saying to you. It was yeah. a real, to me, I was like when they started saying that, I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. I was like, this is wildly controversial. Yeah, and again, I don't think we need to go there. I just I thought it was interesting. I mean, it was kind of later in the podcast, so do you think? Drinks were had. Is that what you were well, saying? I don't think they were drinking during this. No, you can usually hear the ice. Yeah, and they usually while. talk about it. And Joe, I don't think Joe was smoking weed or anything. So, also, it seemed like all the episodes this week came out like way after they were recorded. Because hmm. Bill Burr and someone else were on the same day. Well, maybe really. Well, because he said to him, he go, he was like, "Yeah, earlier today, I was flying around in a helicopter with my buddy Bill Burr." Oh yeah, right. I thought and maybe, Bill Burr was the last one of the week. And well, not to mention, he posted that photo on like Monday. Wait, hold on a second, Matt. It is possible now that Bill was in L.A. for the week. Him and Joe hung out to go helicoptering oh, on and Monday. Then and, and then on Friday, he came in okay. to do the podcast. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That's probably That's what possible. happened. That's what I think happened. Yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad. big tease. Well, I, Sorry, Joe. I just Sherlocked that one, man. <laughs> just assume you're right, too. I love no, it. I, I usually do. Are we um, done with Gadsad? No way, man. Come well, on, we're at, uh, we're at we're almost Gadsad? at two hours here, just to give you a heads up. There's a lot to talk about. If you're listening, I think it'd be interested to see what you think. Well, Joe doesn't think now, he would have been able to start the uh, podcast in Canada. Well, that, based on what he knows, yeah. He's, oh he's my god, I was about to reinstate. My, I was about to reinstate my Twitter and tweet him, saying, "Joe, I got news for you, buddy." Yeah. Well, no, I mean we're we don't we're not having political guests on and stuff, you know. Well, not yet, anyways. No, but we are contra fucking virtual. Are we moving um, on? We're at two hours. We still have Bill Burr, and then we gotta talk about the holiday wrap up. Kamar, you have anything else for? Uh, like I said, Dad's he's just head? a conceited guy who nicknames himself, but he sounds pretty smart. He's just, uh, yeah. I know. Was it better than Shane Dorian? The topics were interesting to hear, but the guest was just. It not was better. It was better than Shane so. Dorian, though. It had so many interesting points. Absolutely. And the conversations were interesting. I, yeah, whether I, agree. I agreed or disagreed with what Absolutely. was going on, I thought it was. Uh, it was very entertaining. I fully agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they do have a lot of other things. They, they talked about so much stuff. I mean, we could be here all day. Um, but we better off if they talked about something we disagreed with. Well, we yeah, just said no, no. I disagreed with them thinking that 
Oh no, there accusing was accusing someone of rape is just as I bad as raping. No, God, but you agree that something nuts. has to be done to discourage it. Yeah, no, I mean the basic premises, I suppose. They were using hyperbole. Wow, great, Kamar. Let's let's. That's a mic drop moment. Let's move on to the uh, next episode, Matthew. Uh, oh let's man. Let's get a number. Twelve nineteen. This guy's on fire. Yeah, look at me go. You'd Best think I've you'd seen. think the whiteboard was in use. William Burr. Wilfred. Oh, is it Wilfred? Well, that's what it is on Instagram. Oh, it's there Wilfred you go. Burr. Yeah, it probably is Wilfred. I don't who, know why. Who knows? I thought it was William. Well, he's Bill. No, hold on a second. No, it's he's probably Billy, William. I'm just telling. I'm comics. just telling you. It's it's uh it's Wilfred Burr on uh, an Instagram for those of you that want to follow him. Uh, Bill Burr is just one of my fucking favorites. Yeah, he's he's great. I mean, he's so funny. He's he's so Boston to this day. Like even the photo of him in the fucking Adidas tracksuit with the sword and kind of holding the sword, and he's not really sure whether yeah, he should like be he holding it. Yeah, he looks like he's from Boston. <laughs> yeah, he's holding it like a gun almost. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I love Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah, I love Burr too. I thought it was very neat when he was talking about being up in the helicopter and looking down at L.A. And Joe was saying, you know, it's so small. And then you think about it. Because all you hear is people in traffic all the time, right? So, but that's also how you equate everything. You're like, oh, it takes me two hours to get there. Like, even if you were thinking, if you were thinking in Ottawa terms, like I'm driving from Canada to Orleans in traffic. Oh, it's gonna take me an hour and a half. You could take that helicopter ride in a minute and a half. Oh no, no, for sure. No more. I was getting at how terrible the traffic is in L.A. That sorry, you've that never even been. Point. Agreed, but I've obviously seen footage of the you know bumper to bumper traffic for miles and miles. Like, Listen, I'm telling you, we we were gonna go to Long Beach from where we were staying in Venice, and we googled we Google mapped it like during the day, like off peak hours, and it was like maybe a 20 minute drive. And then we Googled it Friday at 5.30, and it was two hours and 40 minutes. That's crazy. Yeah, we were going to go get weed, and I was like, fuck this. There's got to be a dispensary that'll hook how, us up. How big is L.A. actually? Does anybody Massive. have any idea? It's Well, I've been there. No, but the like county. the actual city. No, no, no. The oh, city Oh, the city is not proper. very... Well, what, you would con- what they consider L.A. I mean, again, like I think Venice is not considered... Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think Malibu and all those are kind of separate. But the, mm-hmm. the greater L.A. area is insane. Like Long Beach, uh, all the way up to Malibu. It's it, The city is fucking shocking. We're going, Simon. Let's go this summer, buddy. We're going. Mm-hmm. Going to sit in that traffic. Yeah. We got to bring Kamar because we got to record the podcast. We're going to be gone for two weeks. We'll have to make some money to get a helicopter. I actually, <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought the first hour of this podcast was shit. It was boring. Because yeah. they just talked about cars. He was cars. Ta- but the way Bill was talking about helicopters was just too inside baseball. He wasn't being a dick about it. He was just talking about what he knows, but it's like lower the flank and like, and Joe's just nodding. And then they well, talk about cars. And I was like, I, if. I was advise someone. I would start listening an hour in, like fifty three minutes, and they started getting. Yeah, some stuff. no, I agree. I totally agree with that. But I think you know he's they're friends. They're gonna shoot the shit for a while before you know what I mean. Like, Absolutely, but for my listening, it did nothing. F- for mine either. I guess if you're either a car enthusiast or an aviation enthusiast, take part in the first hour. And if you're not like Kamar said, I think you can probably start a little later. I'm on doing you a favor. Oh, yeah, he says people are giving him shit because he's a celebrity flying around and that's how all the celebrities die. And he's like, check the stats, people. I think it's overdoses. Yeah. <laughs> They're all on fucking ground. They're all on land. 
It was a it's good classic. He's very burr. practical. Ca- guy. Classic burr. Um, there's no notes. That's it. Oh, there's the page turn. The classic page turn. He Mario said, hanging he, in there, buddy. He said about all this crazy stuff that he thinks is going to go away. It comes in waves and stuff. So I mean, that, that they got into it just a bit. I think they did some more fat shaming. The best part <laughs> of this podcast for me was when Bill Burr shit on Gad Sad and his name, and I'm Joe's hilarious. like awkward. Like you can meet him. It was like fuck that guy, fuck Gad Sad, <laughs> and he was literally. I I don't. I I think they may have met in the studio, and Bill Burr didn't like Gad Sad at all. I think he was honestly shitting on him, not just his name. Well, really? and, yeah. That's well, what, don't forget, Joe also told me he's like, "Hey, he calls himself the Godfather," and 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 Bill was like, "Oh yeah, really great." Bill was not having any of the hmm. Godfather. Well, Bill's the kind of guy that would put that guy in a headlock. Like interesting years theories ago. as to uh, just a theory. Well, he's a judo champ. Who? God sad. Well, Bill Burr's from Boston, so I don't know. Judo champ sounds pretty good. I did learn something very interesting in this podcast. Let's hear that it. there is a term called thabies, which are babies that they are raising neither boys nor girls. Yeah. Thabies. Well, that's the, that's the ultimate. That's the gold. Yeah. Sorry, not to bring it back to this whole... Uh, Did we learn in this episode that Joe has the world record for being kicked in the nuts? Oh, th- that is something else Joe has happened to him a lot, at least 100 times. I've, yeah, I mean, I thought about how many times I got kicked in the nuts, maybe like 15, 20 times. Like, You've been kicked in the nuts 20 times? No, I don't. Th- I was like trying to reach like, but he's... Well, he's a he's a kickboxing champ. He's like, have the world record for getting kicked in the nuts. Think about how many sparring sessions that guy has had. That's what I learned. And he didn't say whether they were kicks with or without a jock. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, you know, are we talking like... Like straight onto the junk, a graze. Well, Joe makes a very good point that when somebody says, kick me in the balls, usually what happens is they end up kicking you more in, in the, the gooch, the in taint, the, yeah, the taint. So if they were to like toe kick you right in the testicle, your chances ball would are explode you, they or would, it would end up lodged way rupture. up in there. I, I don't know if Joe said that, but I'm saying it, it would explode your ball. Gross. Yeah. Well, you, apparently your testicle can only take eight pounds of pressure. Well, I mean, you have testicles. Oh, dude. So, I remember getting someone kicked a soccer ball. Like, I was looking elsewhere, and someone hoofed a soccer ball at me, and it hit me fucking, like, absolutely square in the junk. And both my balls, like, it felt like they crushed up against my leg. I've never felt more nauseous in my life, ever. Well, think think about it. The balls are a terrible human being thing. Like, yeah. Our brain, super important, very mushy, very fragile, underneath a huge bone. Our balls, very fragile, totally important for reproduction. Wedged in between your legs. Very mushy, are in a tiny little sack in between your thighs. Like, it's crazy. Because they got to stay cool. But you could still have bone. Bone isn't warm, is it? I think bone would be like a... uh, 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 Like an igloo. Incubator, insulated. You got to insulated because there's lots of air pockets in it. I got you. Okay, maybe. But you you see what I'm driving at, right? Yeah, you wish your balls had a skull. I got you. We're we're with you. You need a skull sack. A skull sack, which is what the jock is. So that's actually when now we're starting another company. Skull sack. The skull sack jock strap. That's actually not a bad idea. This is an incredible patent pending. Yeah. No, no patent. We're just going to steal or buy someone's patent. It's the name that fucking sells it. The skull the, sack. The skull sack. Yeah. You heard it here first. Time stamped. Yeah. Done. Awesome. 
Kamar, you all right, buddy? You hanging in there? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm, I'm really sorry to the listeners and stuff. I'm just not feeling today. Yeah, I know. It's all right. We'll end it. What, we'll, uh, we'll end it in like, we'll end and it soon. I really want to come out strong because of the holidays, but I'm just like. Yeah, you look I like you're dying, I buddy. I can't, I can't even think. I know. You, look, you don't <laughs> well, look that, great. Uh, Is I, so weird? I was done anyway, so. Maybe that's a good. Um, well, I, Kamar, if Kamar's not feeling it, we're at two hours. I mean, Bill Burr, you can I, listen to it. He's always. Yeah, I wanted to say like, this. The second hour was all right. The first hour I thought was kind of boring. But if you don't know who he is, listen to his uh, his own podcast, and that's pretty interesting because he just talks by himself. I know sometimes he is in there. Sometimes, but I just I've heard enough of him, and you really want to hear a guy rant, and it's funny how he started his just by like doing ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, that was podcast. an interesting genesis. He talked about as how he started of just telling his tour dates on his podcast, and it grew into a rant, and then into a ten minute rant. And I love both these guys, but this wasn't the best podcast. How ever. how long is his podcast every week, Kamar? It's forty five minutes ish, okay. with some clips sometimes. Alrighty. So why don't we um, mm. plug? How our, many? Hold on. How oh, many? How many JBs? Sorry, sorry, Matthew. Three. Well, James. we got to do this properly. Yeah, yeah. I give Bill Burr three James. I'm going to give him three and a half Jamie's. Uh, sorry, I give the episode three and a half Jamie's. I give Bill Burr five Jamie's yeah, as a person. Oh, Bill Burr's that. ten Jamie's. He's there across the board, just the fucking best. It's two hours of hanging out with two of the funniest. But it was uh, a bore. I mean, Kamara was right. The first part yeah, of his yeah, podcast yeah. was dull. I'll back Kamara up there for sure. So, but yeah. he, Appreciate it, the solidarity. It ended strong. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, sorry, what I was going to say was uh, just we're going to try and do a year-end wrap-up show. We'll pick our favorite. Um, we're gonna right do now? No, 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 not right now. God no, no. no, no what no, we're no, he's no. telling for the listeners for next for next time. Is that a fucking what, hemorrhage? What we're gonna do because is next Joe week. Because Joe is going on vacation. Well, Joe's going on vacation in January, and we assume next week will be. Joey Diaz is on Monday. Slower. Oh, I don't okay. even know if there'll be episodes next Joe, week. He's, he's got Joe Diaz on Monday. Oh, oh yeah. there you go, and, Christmas Eve. But we already know because Joey Diaz was on three weeks ago. It's but be... that, but no, but that's fine. Yeah, but as you've established, Joey will have ten stories that we haven't heard, so that'll be good. That's true. But we'll pick our favorite uh, episodes from the year and either do two. I think two. we'll do four. We'll just do four. We'll do one episode. We'll do four. We'll pick our favorite four. Could you imagine if we were doing this when Macaulay Culkin was on? Was he on this year? Yeah, yep. he, yeah, he was. Well, we can if he's one of our favorites. Well, he we can, can just you pick can that include one. that episode if you want. We'll, well talk. Of course, about I can do that. I'm just, we'll, did we'll you guys love Macaulay Culkin? No, I don't think I listened to that. He one. sounds sort of entitled and like. Yeah. Anyways, well, I'll, dude, he was a millionaire when he was. Fucking anyways, I'm digging into Mila this. Kunis, that's good enough for me. Man. Wow. But it's just it's just interesting how it's like the topics are content, but sometimes you don't like the person or vice mm-hmm. versa. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we'll do like yeah, you know we'll, we'll probably it. do like Ted Nugent, Elon Musk, you know whatever. We'll decide. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll decide. decide we'll this week. And also, if you have any episodes you want us to break down, yeah, uh, send us a message. E- send us an email at at gmail.com. That's J R. E E podcast at gmail.com. Like and subscribe all the time. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, have happy holidays. Uh, yeah, have Everyone, a happy holidays. Be safe. If this, that'll be a bonus episode, though, right? Yeah, that'll be a bonus. Yeah. Or will it be yeah. in conjunction? No, no, it'll be a bonus episode. Uh, bonus we'll we'll episode. still do, yeah, bonus, bonus episode. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> um, and if you're hearing this after Christmas, because this might drop after Christmas, we hope you had a wonderful Christmas. We hope you were safe and your family's well. And um, I guess that's it. Simon, any closing words? Nope. Safe holidays, everyone. Thanks for listening. Kamar, you playing uh, Kingston, Toronto next week, or is that in January? It's cold outside. I'll be at Yuck Yucks uh, this weekend. No, next weekend, and then Kingston, Toronto. But I'll get those dates up at our bonus. Sorry, just they reinstated that song, eh?
What? They're playing um, the Elf song. Well, CB- yeah. CBC never dropped it. Okay. Who's no, I'm just sorry. Station? We had talked about that, and okay. Kamar mentioned it by accident. Well, so. okay. Were they talking about on this when they said now Rudolph's up for discussion? What? Yeah, because Rudolph is like encouraging bullying. And then, like, if they let these guys bully Rudolph, is he supposed to exact revenge? Right. And the it just ra- takes, it, he it's wasn't a allowed fucking to, reindeer. I know. They don't exist. I, he wasn't allowed to play the reindeer games. It's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. Uh, anyways, I want to apologize to all the listeners, everyone, that I'm not just not feeling well. And oh. to you guys, well, I'm sorry. I didn't want this to be. Kamar, you, you handled yourself but admirably. I, I felt like I was a chump today. Follow me on Instagram, oh. at Floydy. And if you're in Ottawa, I'm selling some prints at Ward 14. Oh, uh, you want to talk about Ward 14? Uh, it's a bar on that's Preston. It, What's the address? One thirty nine Preston, beside the fire station. One thirty nine Preston, beside the fire station. If you're in Little Italy in Ottawa, check them out. It's a nice, quaint little place. Everything in the bar is for sale: the bar stools, the countertop, anything you see on the walls, the board games. It's all for sale, folks. You can buy the fish out of the tank. I don't know if that's true. Okay, well, whatever. But Test me on it. Go to Ward 14 and, and see if they'll sell you the fucking and fish. And go there and ask for the J-R-E-E Has it happened? Secret Has it been made? Shot yeah. No, no one's, no one's ordered drink. it yet. So and don't go see, there and ask and for it. see what happens. Oh, no, they're ready for it. Okay, yeah. So okay, yeah, go order the, the Go order uh, the drink. You'll be surprised. Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Once again, we, thank you to Joe for yeah, doing what thanks, he does. Joe. And Jamie. Great, great and year, Jamie. Joe and Jamie. Yeah, yeah thanks, one wonderful year. Uh, well, we're still going to do one more to wrap the year up, so yeah, we won't right. say wonderful so year en- yet. Enough of this, then. But I but should—I would like to always express some gratitude and we, appreciation. We definitely would not have this show if it wasn't yeah, for Joe. Uh, well, I think that's that's clear in the name. In the name, it's self-explanatory. And as always, to anyone that uh, listens, subscribes, downloads, uh, we appreciate it. Whether you listen to five minutes or the whole two hours of bullshit, thank you so much. Happy holidays, and. Uh, We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you around New Year's on the flippity flop, right? Flip. Yeah, yeah. Light those hands on fire, folks. <laughs> on the flippity flip. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, y'all. Kids crawl the slide.